Hey everybody, I'm Pegatech, and we're here with another session of Roundtable of Fools. Some of us are nincompoops, some of us are idiots, and some of us are ne'er-do-wells. And of course, we're fools as well. Tonight we have Green Bear, Tommy, and Blinktron. Uh, we plan on talking about things and stuff. Uh, it's pretty random tonight. I don't think we actually have a plan. So smash that subscribe button, hit that notification bell to know when I post these things again. Uh, life is funny that way. So, now, the host of our show, Tommy. Take it away, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Patrick, you look like you had something to say. You were raising a finger to grab attention, or were you just... Yeah, so to, to something that, that Pagan Tech said. Okay. Do we ever really have a plan? Rarely. Okay. That's well, sometimes we actually have a guideline. Topic. I don't know if plan, plan's a really strong word. <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point, yeah. It kind of overstates what we does. Or what we what we does. <laughs> what we does, yeah. Take two. I can't talk tonight, so I, hey, I'm just I'm out of it. Yeah. It kind of I'm overstates what we do here. Yeah. Anyways, I interrupted your intro. Oh. Please, Tommy. Why? Thank you. Again, thank you very much. How's everybody doing? This is Tommy Scott. We are uh, we have convened the Round Table of Fools for August 26th of the year 2021. And why do I say that? Because in exactly one week from tonight, uh, we, being Green Bear, myself, and Blinktron, will be in Atlanta, Georgia at the one and only a dragon con so uh pretty excited about that now we're there's some the we we've got plans but you know of course best laid plans uh we're hoping to at the very least record a a round table of fools type of a thing there but the outdoors might be inhospitable because there's evidently a uh, hurricane headed towards the coast and um atlanta is far enough south to where you get the arms sort of spinning through there so we may or may not be able to record outdoors so maybe we'll try to figure something out indoors drag some furniture in there i don't know because we got a couple other people that we want to get in on these shenanigans and in any case we're hoping to uh drag pagan tech in there as well via uh discord here so we'll just kind of have to like we always do fly by the seat of our pants and play it by ear, uh, you know play it by ear and see what we can do um it'll be it'll be fun because well we'll be all you know and uh, with the exception of Pegatech, we'll be in the same place. Plus, we'll have a couple people who haven't been on before with us, hopefully. Uh, so it promises to be a good time because there will be beer involved and there will be a bunch of us fools and idiots hanging out. So promises to be a good <laughs> Nice. It promises to be a good time. So uh, looking forward to it. Plus, I have not been to DragonCon personally in 20 years. So it's uh, I'm, so I'm looking forward to it, and of course hanging out with these guys is just a bonus. But anyhow, so we'll do plugs real quick, and then because uh, honestly, right before uh, Pagan Tech and myself hit record, we were just sitting around BSing, and it's like, well, that's that's the show, so just hit record and let's continue BSing. So we'll <laughs> we'll we'll run through plugs real quick. Uh, STNRadio.com is me. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash malignant gnome is also me. I stream sort of, uh, you know, uh, sporadically, if you will. Uh, so, uh, you know, hop in there, follow me, and then you'll be notified when I uh, when I actually stream something. Otherwise, you can uh, listen at uh, stnradio.com. Uh, we broadcast 24 hours a day. Live DJs now on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, the Reverend Robert Evil has started up a new show called Blunt Force Trauma that is... 
probably going to be starting in about 15 minutes from now. It's about a quarter till eight. Uh, right, I'm out. Catch you guys later. <laughs> See ya. Uh, he, uh, he, uh, he's going to broadcast uh, Thursdays uh, from, I, I guess he's planning on eight to midnight, so a four-hour shift. Um, nice. And it's death uh, metal and black metal and satanic metal and uh, doom and stoner and all the hard and heavy stuff that I wouldn't mind playing on the forge. I just don't own a whole lot of it, to be perfectly honest. And Rob has just gigabytes and gigabytes of the stuff. So more power to him. And you know, if he wants to, uh, if he wants to do, you know, yet another show, who am I to tell him no? So, you know, if if that's your cup of tea, uh, Thursday is at eight. Blunt force trauma black metal death metal satanic metal you know the whole thing so and we know we can't wrap it up in 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah stnradio.com is where you can find all the goodness just um i'm gonna have to add him to the schedule now that i think about it so hit hit the website for uh scheduling information and the djs and links to uh, uh pagan text channels links to green bears channels go there and then hop over and see all the other stuff there so I will since uh, since I'm getting hand signals from uh, Pagan Tech, he's going to be next. So go ahead and uh, uh, plug I your. I was pointing at Green Bear. He's up there. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> what you're doing. Okay, all right. So go ahead and plug your stuff there. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. My stuff is well. You're watching youtubecom forward slash Pagan Tech. P a g a n t e k. My Twitch channel is twitch.tv forward slash P a g a n t e k. I know, shocking, right? Mm. Um, and usually, I uh, it, it, when I do Twitch, and I actually am working on building a schedule out because I, I seem to be having a couple of days where I know I can sit down and stream. So uh, I think if I want to build up my followers, I want to get some more people. Uh, I think I want to make sure that I've got a good format that that I think I like. You usually streaming flight sim or Kerbal or some science stuff space stuff star citizen really dangerous if they ever get their acts together <laughs> uh but here recently we've been uh really jamming out on an aliens uh what is that elite fire team fire team elite. Uh, fire team elite i, fire think, team yeah. elite. I was pretty damn close that shit is the bomb i'm digging it so yeah this go. button <laughs> there we go uh green bear um streaming a lot more lately having a hell of a lot of fun got a brand new toy but I got to get up and running. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, the precious. Yes, my oh, baby. Yeah, he, he knows what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. yeah, Jerry Formal's got one, too. Yeah, I've got a, uh, right it is. There. It is. It's good stuff. And the past week or so, I've started really teaching myself how to actually use the standard stream deck, which is what I got to begin with. And I'm upgrading to that little monster, the precious. In the meantime, though, it's given me a new outlet to... Um, pursue my streams and bring a little bit more personality, a little bit more interactivity with my viewers and just have fun with it because it feels like I'm back in the booth again or back in the recording studio, just having fun with sound and music beds and oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. So come in and give me a reason to come up with more ideas. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Patrick, I'm assuming you have at least one plug. Uh, at least one plug. Just, 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 just the one. Every time he shows that, my soul dies a little. <laughs> isn't, and mine snickers. Now, isn't that a uh, <laughs> isn't that a Macintosh style plug? 
because from a from an old iPad. Yeah, okay, because I have one similar to that, but it came from my iPod. So I might obviously yeah. mine doesn't have the middle finger and the uh, smirky face on it, but you know. Well, I can hook you up with that when you come down. That would be great, because <laughs> I, I mean I've still got a working iPod. Uh, it's the third, maybe the fourth generation. It's got the monochrome screen and the click wheel. You still have an iPod? Yeah. I mean, I, it's not like I use it every day, but yeah, I've still got one. Oh, you got lots of more faces. Oh, that's great. I never had an iPod. I want to get one. I still what? want to get one. Why? Yeah. It's called an iPhone now. Yeah, it no. is. Yeah, you can do everything and then some. Um, Just don't do that. I already got yourself. an Android. Just don't what? Don't do that to yourself. Oh, I mean, I actually enjoyed mine for many, many years, and but I mean, it's just... I mean, I've still got the charger and the cable and everything for it. I mean, I just don't have use for it, you know? I mean, if I want to listen to music, I'll either put on a record, put on a CD, sit down in front of my computer, or I can stream stuff, you know, pretty much everything through my phone these days like everybody can, so. I mean, uh, if it gets down to it, just pop it up on your watch. Well, I don't, I, you know, that is something that I want to get. As nerdy as it is, I really want to get a smartwatch one of these days because I just think they're, uh, I think they're cool and they're useful. Now that there's a lot more apps for them and all that stuff, I think there's a lot. You know what, though? The weirdest thing is to see people walking around talking to their wrist like they're Dick Tracy or something, you know, because the guy uh, at, uh, yeah, exactly. The, that uh, guy JJ that I work with at uh, that I help out at uh, Steel City Con on occasion, he's got an Apple Watch. His phone was in his backpack or something, the actual phone, but he had his watch on. And he was just doing everything through his watch, and I saw him walk out of the booth, and he's like rah, 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 talking into it. I'm like, what the? <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, you can take and make and receive phone calls on this thing and everything. It's great. I'm like, of course he's got to you know stick it right up to his ear to hear anything, which you know probably wouldn't work for me since my hearing is crap after all these years but um what exactly what what i want one of the have you seen these um they're 3d printed i, I think that there are i've seen them for a while but it's a pit boy from the fallout series. i have the seen those that out. would be cool i'm wondering when what? somebody's gonna start putting making uh smart devices that you like but that you just wear on your wrist all the time you know rather than oh. having a device in your pocket you know they make Pip Boy replicas where you slide your phone in it. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh. And, it, oh. and it has the Pip Boy screen on it, and you can control it and actually use it. For the oh, rest. that's cool! I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's super mm -hmm. cool. All right. Well, there you go then. We we live in the They've future. Apparently, got, I saw them working on it a few years ago. I have no idea how sci-fi it was or how real it was or not, but I, I saw demonstrations of it. But there is a wristband that you can wear that actually projects a keyboard onto your arm, and you can actually type yeah. on your arm really yeah, yeah they, they make desktop versions of that too that are uh, basically yeah. light keyboards it's just a little dongle that sits in front of you and displays a keyboard onto your desktop it's the same idea lasers yeah. so that uh, the edges are nice and clean oh that's pretty cool looks cool he said they had uh, one where the top of the watch or top of the wristband would actually project the phone on the back of the hand so oh, you'd hold neat. your hand up like this and do your phone I'm just waiting for the cyberpunk era where you can get a uh, you can get an implant in your head and just do it all you know virtually or just do it. It's like, hello, hands free, hello. <laughs> exactly. 
because I'm lazy. <laughs> Although I got to tell you, in uh, in the Expanse, they have these cool devices. It's about the size of a cell phone, um, but it's all it's all glass or all clear glass except for the bottom. There's like a silver sort of a base to it, and it acts as you know. It, it acts as a smartphone. You know, you, you watch TV on it, you take and receive calls on it, and this and that and the other thing. But it's all uh, it's all kind of uh, like a holographic in the glass. It's really a, a neat device. I do uh, like I, on that same one. I do mm-hmm. like how the display actually comes out of the yeah. sides of the glass exactly. and around yeah. it, so yeah. it makes it bigger. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's that. That's what I'm waiting for. Uh, and then just the implant in the head, just because I'm lazy and you know I don't want to carry a phone yeah. around with me. Yeah. But you know. Uh, cool. You don't even so, have to open your mouth to tell somebody to fuck off. That is right. That that is the dream, my friends. <laughs> so I've not been in these shenanigans quite yet, but uh, as somebody mentioned, um, I think Phil mentioned, Alien Fireteam Elite has been the big uh, thing since it was released. To what last or no, this Tuesday, right? It was just yes, released on today. Tuesday, right? Uh, so and I know Jerry Formal. Oh, by the way, Jerry Formal will not be with us again this evening. He's not, he's not even off work for another 10 minutes, so he will probably just come home and collapse in his room. So, uh, but uh, my point with that was that Jerry Formal has also been playing Alien Fire, fire Team, and um. Apparently, again, I haven't played it yet, so I will defer to these other three, um, let's call them gentlemen, in the uh, room here. And uh, yes, <laughs> loosely, <laughs> loosely, yes, and I use the term loosely uh, to talk about Alien Fire Team. Because, like I said, I have not hopped in there yet, solo or with a team. So, uh, whoever would like to take the lead and just uh, riff on uh, Alien Fire Team Elite for a while, please do, because I would, I, I want to know these things. I know. Because he and I have the exact same feelings on the game. Okay. Yes. I believe so, too. All right. So if you liked the Alien universe, this is a game for you. However, you have to approach the game thinking about how the movies are constructed. The first movie was horror. That was sheer terror. The second one was shoot 'em up it wasn't scary. It was a bloodbath. It was an action well, flick, yeah. Bath, it was action, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, it was an action flick. Yep. Uh, number three was more drama, psychological. Number four was the abortion. Um, <laughs> or was it number five, the abortion? Whichever one. But yeah, the there was the three, and then there was the one that shall not be named. Um, this one has the feel of number two, of Aliens. It is colonial marines. They're out there to kick some ass. It is wave after wave after wave of the drones. They're not there to be big badasses. They're there to be cannon fodder, and you blow them away. It's fantastic. I love it. The feel is great. The feel is perfect. It feels like the movie uh, sounds, looks, everything. Uh, The music is dead on. The sound effects are lifted directly out of the movie, probably Mm -hmm. directly out of the original assets. Um, everything. If you liked number two, this is the game for you. And actually, yeah, I saw last okay. night. I was watching the stream off and on, but I caught one point where uh, Green got attacked by one of the drones. Not not the not the the little ones. I'm talking about the one that looks the like the original alien. The soldiers. The soldier. Yeah. The one when it attacked you and you missed one of your button presses to escape and it stabbed you with the tail. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was that was perfect it was, it was yes. great 
Because it just—I just saw it pop right over its shoulder and just whack right through your chest. And like any big game, first couple of weeks, couple of months, um, it's not, you know, bug-free. Well, it's uh, got a lot of bugs in it. If you count the critters as bugs, but uh, it is a bug hunt. But uh, I mean, if you're looking for an absolute perfect game without glitches or anything like that, I don't think you're ever going to get a game like that. But this one is relatively glitch-free. There's a couple of things that I'd probably like to tweak on, like I like lip-syncing done for the cutscenes. I think that uh, moving around in the in the, the marine ship is pretty nice, but to get to the cutscenes, it's just like, you're looking like a mannequin. I mean, this is really kind of awkward. Is it telepathy that we're going with here? <laughs> I saw a couple of graphical glitches. I think one time I saw the monster shoot across the, uh, the scene, but overall, it's more enjoyable than it is uh, any type of distraction. Yeah, I only really have one thing that I really didn't appreciate about it, but it wasn't anything major. It was cosmetic. Literally. It was the cosmetics. You can't preview anything in the shop. Unless, yeah, you, you, unless you have the funds to purchase it. Nope, no, no, that you were doing true. that last night. That was might that last be night. the fix that were old yesterday. Okay. Because I haven't played since no. the fix dropped down. Yeah, because when we played Tuesday night, I, I couldn't preview anything. Unless I, well, no, even if you could purchase it, you couldn't. You, you, it wouldn't preview. You have to buy it and hope that it looks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was previewing it yesterday, so I know that that. Okay. Is function, I don't know if it's because I had enough credits or not, because I was able to preview it and I had credits. But I know there was a couple of outfits that Green was trying on that uh, uh, he didn't have credits for, but they were showing up. So. Maybe. There's a, a button that just says preview. So you said that they've already, uh, you said they put out a, uh, I don't want to call it an update or a patch, but they've already yep. updated it. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, that's good. I mean, that's a good indicator that maybe they're going to, you know, that's going to have some <laughs> long-term support. Like it was a big patch either. It was only a couple hundred meg, I think. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like one of those usual 60 gig day one patches. Yeah. No, yeah. it was pretty reasonable. Yeah. Green, put the baby away. <laughs> Something else about Fireteam is, aside from the, the aside from them not having the lip syncing, the voice acting is well done. There are a couple of times that I thought, well, okay, that that sounds like you're reading a, a, a cue card. <laughs> but for the most part, the the actors are on. They don't shy away from a uh, colorful language. Um, Feels like Marines. Feels yeah. like I would expect from Marines. Okay. Yeah. Well, of uh, any of us in here, you probably dealt with Marines the most. Yeah. There is, there is one They're thing. I, people, I, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love them to death. I'm glad they had my back on the ship, but I will never forget going in uh, uh, off the ship, going towards shore, playing bloody knuckles on the away ship, on the away boat, on the way there to see who'd pay for for uh, drinks that night. I don't even know what that is, and it doesn't sound fun. So you punch each other's fists, knuckles, until. They start bleeding, and the pers- first person to give up pays. Yeah, pass. I'll just pay yeah, for the beers. Means. I don't care. <laughs> I just won't drink. <laughs> or that's yeah, that's actually Same. it's actually probably the best uh, option right there. No, we drank a lot, so yeah. <laughs> this is true. Sailors, Australia, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, oh, that's, that's uh, what yeah. you do. So I guess overall, then uh, thumbs up from everybody on uh, Alien Fire Team Elite so far. Then is mm-hmm. what it sounds like. Awesome. Yeah, the gameplay itself some... was a lot of fun. Yeah, the, the scenery was, was amazing. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Green. I I have some criticisms about the 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 predictability of the incoming swarms. Like um that's your terrible towel. No, the terrible towel is here. No, but that's a towel. That's terrible. It's green. It's gross. I know. It should be mine. Oh my. <laughs> there was a, a there was a part in 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 the game last night where it felt in aliens. Yes, there was the fear of not always knowing when you were going to get attacked, and they do have a little bit in there where where like um, one of the um, aliens drops down from a, a ceiling vent, <laughs> and when you're running and not paying attention, it's a nice little jump scare. I would like to have seen it more like the aliens' vent attacks in like number three, where just a pair of hands comes down and snatches you up in the air. And I thought it would have been nice, nice to have like a little button mashing game, like when the drones pick you up when you're playing, which is what happened to me last night. And you have to hit the right buttons to dodge the to jaw, dodge the jaw attack. I always felt either okay, here we go again. It felt like a shooting gallery, you know, the kind where you're aiming down the sight. You've got enemies moving around, and you just kind of hit them. It didn't feel, and, and I must say this first. I enjoyed it. This is not a criticism. I just wish they would do something more with this. It felt like I was at a at a carnival shooting gallery. Right until near the end of the wave, when everything went to shit after you missed one drone. Yes. And it got yeah. through, and then you were surrounded. Yes. Then but, it's but still, your ass. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But still, the whole the, the first several levels just felt like okay, shooting gallery, run to take a new stance. The feature for taking cover um, when you're going against aliens just didn't really feel useful to me because they, they all engage you on a melee level. What are you hiding from? Well, you spitters, got spitters, they spit the grenades, jumpers, jumpers have to come around the corner to get you then. Yeah. I just, I just it, it still didn't feel... Now, keep in mind, we only played the first level, the first yes. three, pack, or three sets of the first level, and then the first level of the second pack. Or the the second stage, right. so we yeah. have a uh, we're not even halfway through the game, and there's I don't know what's what's ahead. I don't. Well, there is ahead. a point where you have to fight the uh, the androids, which yes. shoot back yeah. at you, which is where yes. the cover mechanic will come into play. Absolutely, I've, I've watched several reviews, but I know that's coming. But there was just something, like I said, I loved the game, Pegatech. You know, I loved. I had a blast, but Good there was. I think there was just something about maybe that I was expecting. I don't want to say expecting more. I expected a little more atmosphere. Maybe it was the lighting, which if which for what it is, it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. But the just something about it didn't. It was missing. But uh, there there are parts in say Left for Dead, and even in Back for Blood, where the atmosphere. It's like the the air the air effects, the particle effects in the air that make the atmosphere really added to. The atmosphere. I hope they add some kind of elements like that to it. No idea. Well, keep going. That's the goal. <laughs> yep. So it's finish all the stories, and then we can start uh, working on the other uh, portions of the actual yeah, gameplay, yeah. the different characters or the different loadouts and things like that. Oh, if you're any ahead. kind of fan of this, it's a must-buy. I, I highly recommend. True. It. Yeah. And so far, I've only played Gunner. I don't even know what it's like to play the tech or the demolisher. Yeah. Isn't and there a more, more, more the, the medic? Yeah, I say there's a medic uh, too, I thought. Yeah. 
which one? The the big the, the, Demolisher. the smart gun. Demolisher. Demolisher. Yeah, that's the one I played as the Demolisher, and I'm interested to see what the other gameplay is like. It's got to think of it. You got to approach it differently. I'm sure. There's bonuses well, to getting those leveled up as well. Yeah, and it's but it, yeah, it's been just flat out fun. I've yeah. enjoyed what time I've spent so. Far. Well, and it does have a solo aspect, but I would not playing solo. You yeah, can. It's still dumb. fun, but like yeah, like you just said, bots are dumb. You'll get more out of it if you play with other players. That's good. To Although know. we did have a bot last night. <laughs> That poor bot last night. How he got knocked down. He's dragging himself across the bridge, and we're like, "I oh, will leave him." No, he's really helped us out so much. Let's go save him. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to focus again. Refocus. So I'm I'm hoping that eventually maybe they'll expand the teams to four, like Left for Dead yeah, and Back for Blood. I mean, I don't he, know. He said, "Oh, he no, he's said, trying to he, reset the re camera." Resetting, yeah. I don't know if they will. I think it'd be fun to have that option. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Well, I, Green and I were talking before we we uh, fired up the shindig. They've got, there's what, five classes? Like dock and engineer and demolisher no, or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't... <laughs> you, you just don't learn, do you? Why wouldn't they do like four or five characters? She could have one of each on... On a mission. Well, actually, it's because they want you to choose what you think is appropriate for the mission. I can you know, see that, that, I guess. That's a Warframe aspect right there. That's a big part of the Warframe mechanic. But I think something else, I was thinking about this earlier today. When you only have three, but you've got five classes, but you can only have three people in a squad. I think you have four classes, don't you? Five. No, five. No. It's five? Um, okay. Skill Up makes a, makes a mention that uh, in, in his review that no matter which three you choose, and you can have any combination, you can have three of the same thing or three completely different, you will in fact miss the you will in fact miss the other classes One that of the other you could bring. Yeah. Right. Which right. I think is not a bad is not a bad idea because and I still wish they had four, don't get me wrong. But having three will force you to think and play differently. So that's going to really you know, as opposed to we've got all four classes it's going to be the same mechanic. Everybody's going to learn to play them all the same way, and it's going to be the same experience, just you're playing the doctor or this or that or the other. This way, you have to consider that you don't have that character here, so we have to do this instead. Right. So you are forced to think strategically and tactically different each run-through. Now, that's just my take on it. Yeah. Yeah, I, like that. I, can, yeah, yeah, I can see I'm, that. I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there, Tommy? Yeah, it's turning the turning, uh, light on. I forgot to turn my uh, ring light on before we started. <laughs> I was like, why does it look so weird and shadowy here? Oh, wait a minute, because I didn't turn my ring light on. Not that it well, does me any good. So now I, mean, I got it this. Is you. Well, that's I true. mean, aren't I'll you playing it. like death metal now? Well, hmm. not like now. That's uh, that's Rob. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, on, on, the, on, the on the station, yes, that's true. That's true. On that, uh, uh, that would be uh, stnradio.com. That's true, yes. Uh, but it's not <laughs> It's not all death metal all the time. So just, uh, no. just so we're clear here. No. That and would... yes, I have it playing in the background. Oh, do you? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, Rob does a really good job. So I was talking, he, he and I were chatting the other day because he, he, he got all excited because he did his own promo. <laughs> Phil, what the hell is going on over there? <laughs> you all right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
got a strobe going on over there. Somebody's trying to hypnotize him. He got all excited because he created his own. Uh, there we go. His own. Uh, his own promo for a show. Now I was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." And all we were talking about this and that, and I was like, "He was like, well, if you, oh, I know what it was." Cause, so you know, since I'm going to be out of town, he's offered to do like the Friday free for all and stuff. I'm like, "Dude," I said, "You can do as much or as little as you want to," because I'm going to have the board with me, so Patty won't be able to do her Beatles show. Uh, obviously, the Forge, same thing. I won't be there. Uh, Round Table of Fools probably won't get aired because, well, we'll all be in Atlanta still at that point. So Rob's like, well, you know, I was like, you can do as little or as much as you want to. I said, I don't want to impose on your free time. And he was like, dude, all I've got is free time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's fair. So Rob may be doing the Friday free for all. He'll obviously be doing Rising Down after that. Uh, But uh, beyond that, I'm not sure what he is or is not going to do. He might actually do the dance party as well on Saturday because he and I used to uh, double team that. I would do the first two or three hours and he'd do the second two or three hours, whatever it was. So he may do the dance party. Considering the shows he does, that should be an interesting dance party. Uh, Yeah, well, it'll probably be all (laughs) goth and industrial knowing Rob, but that's fine. You know, you you can dance to it. So, you know, that's that's all right. That's true. It is dancey. So anyway, that's uh, yeah. So the schedule for that is I will be leaving. I'm hoping to leave the house by seven or eight. What's that going to be? Wednesday to drive down to yes. North Carolina. Yeah. So I'm hoping to leave by seven or eight. Stop in Virginia for lunch. Drive down the rest of the way. Eat some Zaxby's. Oh yeah. Yeah, boy. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then um. And then Thursday. And then we'll Thursday. We'll be eating some. Pizza, pizza from Mellow Mushroom. Mellow Mushroom, yes, indeedy. Yeah, I haven't eaten at Mellow Mushroom in a long time. Yeah, and then to every man for himself, we're just going to have to scrounge uh, scraps and uh, raid the. Uh, the <laughs> I'm assuming they're going to do a con suite, but I, who knows what kind of safety restrictions are going to be in place for the con suite? So, but well, I mean, I know I, you guys are planning figured, on bringing food. So, okay, so we're going to have an outdoor area to sit down and if, okay. we, need, if we want to right. at the hotel. So I figured we just run to a restaurant grab food, bring it back to the hotel, have dinner, lunch, whatever, right yeah, there in yeah. the courtyard. Makes perfect sense to me. I'm, I'm down for that. That just sounds like an easy... And, it, and you said that the outdoor area is covered, right? Part of it is. Partially covered. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. There's like a tiki bar there that has a covered sitting area. Do they serve tiki drinks? Uh, they might. <laughs> Do they serve alcohol? No. It's really? not open all the time. Oh, Only okay. when they have it's it's literally just an outdoor party. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So you know. could have a bar set up there oh, if you wanted. I see. To. All right. Well, I don't think we need to go and spend a it's, bunch of money on booze. It's a relatively so. small hotel, but it's comfy. Yeah. Well, plus it doesn't cost a bajillion dollars to stay there too, and right, you've got a you were able to get a uh, reservation there, so right because I know a lot of people are are been out of shape now because. Um, the you know they're like oh well covid 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 we're you know and the hotels are like oh well you know we're not going to give you a refund and dragon con's not going to give me a refund so nope. you know some people are just out money which were at me and if i were like legacy with a hotel i would just eat it and be done with it you know because it's like the chances of you getting legacy for one of the host hotels or getting into a host hotel without being legacy i should say are yep. fairly slim so which is why I'm surprised that uh, Mike and Rick managed to get in. 
I yeah, I'm not sure what the what the story is there. You'll have to uh, you'll have to ask uh, if you chat with one of them, ask them what the deal is there. Because I really I I'm I don't know. I just got bits and pieces from uh from from Rick about. Uh, do we want to know? Yeah, what you got in the uh, what what do you have in the what drink receptacle? The- Kool Aid. Just Kool-Aid. and oh, okay. Yes, just Kool-Aid. Oh <laughs> man. And then. Great. And then, well, cool. So, uh, all right. So, fire team, thumbs up. And uh, you know, I'm sure they'll eventually be putting out some DLC for it. And so, yeah, I'm gonna have to hop in there at some point because the other night when you guys were playing that, I was playing Minecraft. I've been enjoying the Minecraft server, by the way. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I kind of figured we would enjoy it. Yeah, it's been fun. Green was saying he hasn't hopped in there yet, but uh, he has gotten to play Alien Fire Team. So, yeah, well, we at least got him into the game and uh, got his character set up. And, oh, cool. Okay, well, that's uh, good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even done that yet. That. I need to like create my character and everything, I guess, too. Oh no, no, in Minecraft. Oh, uh, oh, got, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Signed into Minecraft, and yeah. he was at least in the area there, and got his uh, all kinds of fun stuff yeah. set up. I got Optifine installed, and ooh, nice. I built a house in Minecraft. Oh, fancy yeah. shit. Fancy. I built an, ex, an extra house in Minecraft. If you want to move in and use it, you can, because now I have the gnome home, my cave, and then I have the house that I built. So, uh, gentlemen, what else is going on? We were talking 90 miles a minute before we hit the record button. Now that we're now that we're recording, it's just like, uh, <laughs> boogers. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, you put us on the spot, man. Come on. Hey, I was, oh, sorry. That. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, well, that's my job as host to put you on the spot, isn't it? The hostess with the most. Well, that's the hostess. That. I'd hate to see the Twinkie. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. oh, my. Oh, look, there's the Twinkie. <laughs> What's for dinner? Volkswagen for lunch. Again. Again. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, sorry. Well, here's a, here's the topic. Yeah. Uh-oh. Because it seems like all four of us have been, uh, in, or to one degree or another, all interested in this. Uh, I'm really enjoying the stream deck. Mm-hmm. Um, can somebody point me in a direction with some royalty-free, I guess, whatever sound effects? That way. Yes. Sound effects. I have them. I have. I have the whole thing of them. Yep. I've got a couple of uh, pages bookmarked that I go to relatively, I don't want to say frequently, when I need sound effects, free sound effects, because I'm a cheap, broke bastard, uh, there's like a couple of uh, pages that I have bookmarked that I'll that I'll send to you in chat or whatever. Um, I say Pagan Text probably got a bunch too. And um, there's also, if you're looking for um, like background music, uh, you know, like music bed type stuff for... You're, you know, play while you're streaming, or you know, I use it when I when I cut promos. Sometimes there, if you go to Spotify, well, just go to Streambeats.com. Uh, there's this guy on YouTube. He streams all the time. He's a great YouTuber, but he has created all this background music uh, for free. It's all royalty free. So it's called Streambeats.com. There's all sort. There's like you know, like. 80s style, there's EDM, there's um, there's, there's all sure. kinds of stuff in there. Yeah, and it's all, and he just puts it out there because, uh, you know, he, I mean, he uses it when he streams, but I mean. And what's it called again? Streambeats.com. 
And it specifically says at the top of the page for Twitch streamers and YouTube. Yep, that's exactly that's exactly why he's made all this music. Yeah. Yep, there it is. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I, I'll just I'll, honestly, right. I'll just throw on the the retro playlist sometimes and just let it roll because there's just lots of cool like synth type music in there, and I really love that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and I've used a couple of his. Uh, well, this one. <laughs> no, not that Shut one. Up. The uh, the. The uh, the dubstep the dubstep music that I use to intro and outro this show is is one of his is one of uh, st- I got off of stream beats so you all right there bud <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not going through the audio but that was really fucking funny <laughs> I don't know did it actually no no it's coming in the desktop audio too yeah so. yeah I guess I'm gonna have to fool around but that's another thing too so uh, when I first started doing. STN Radio. I was using uh, a voice meter. Well, I, I I donated, you know, to get Potato, which is like the big mamma jamma. It's got freaking, it's ridiculous, and it's to me, it was very very confusing. So I was like, I will just scale back to uh, the one below that is Banana, right? And then there's just regular yep. voice meter, which is just it's just a very very simple. But even the even the very simple one confuses me because there's so much in and out and I just have I guess I just have problems visualizing it if it if it's not like physical plugs going in and out it just I have a really hard time. See over on my monitor over here I've yeah. got banana running. You can yeah, see my microphone is running right there and you can see whenever you say something another uh, VU goes up and yeah. Yeah, I'm, I may have to. Yeah, because I because what I'd like to do is uh, so this guy that I've uh, well the reason that I didn't play um, Aliens on Tuesday was because this guy that works with JD his name's Wayne he's a really cool guy he does this thing where he simulcasts on because he also has a internet radio station but he simulcasts on God damn it. I can't remember the name of it. I've got a mental block when it comes to this thing. Clubhouse. So he simulcasts on Clubhouse. He does his show, and, and he and JD just basically talk for an hour. And then he'll play some music, but he does it all on, on both. So he's uh, you know he's pushing it out on uh, the internet, and he's on Clubhouse. And I'd like to do something like that, or what Rob does, and I have yet to figure out how Rob does this, he will stream on Twitch at the same time but all he all you hear on twitch is his voice you don't hear the music that he plays all you hear is his voice uh so when he's like banana is you'd have b1 and b2 b2 dedicated going towards uh let's say the radio stream out b1 dedicated going towards the stream you'd set your mic for b1 and b2 but the music only set to b2 Okay. So it would never go out to the stream. It would only go out to B2. B2 being? <laughs> the audio channel B2. Right, okay. B1 mm. is where uh, Twitch is picked up at. B2 is where the other one's picked up at. So B1, if your microphone is set to B1 and B2. Then the microphone's going to it, both of those channels. Both of those channels. Right. But if your music is only, only going to B2, uh, then you're only going to get okay. it going out of the one channel. Okay, I may have to take like, <laughs> I may have to take, anybody who's listening, 
the zoom. Oh wait, the, I got a button for that. <laughs> zoom. <laughs> the uh, the sign language and the fingers were flying hot and heavy while uh, while Pegatech was explaining all that. So what I may do is I may have to take a Saturday afternoon because I don't want to do it while I'm trying. Obviously, while I'm trying to, you know, do my show or do a show or something so maybe i'll fool around with that on may and i, I may just show you my setup because i have a similar setup oh yeah I that's a good idea yeah. audio going to here but yeah. i have my sound effects going to both discord and the recorder which are set up on two different channels cool so all right so what i may do then is i may pick your brain on a saturday or sunday afternoon and i may just wait until after dragon con so i'm not getting myself all stressed out about it you know but uh yeah that sounds that sounds cool because originally like i said i was just using voice meter and it really really confused me so then i moved to the roadcaster and i love the roadcaster it can do like a thousand things but there are certain limitations to it which i think voice meter probably banana you know the midsize you don't need the big one but you know the little one i think wouldn't be enough maybe voice meter banana will help enhance and give me a little bit more control i just have to really learn it and understand it and i've really tried to do that and it's just it just really confuses me so i can um, absolutely help you out because right. i think i've got it down to a science cool cool all right well we'll maybe we'll fool with that like i said i think i'll just wait to to fool around with that all after dragon con get back in get everything plugged up and then like maybe a saturday afternoon or something if you're not busy or a sunday afternoon whatever works better for you because i know for all of us during the week I mean, unless it's like this Thursday night thing, usually during the week we're all busy doing other stuff. You know, we're gaming or we're, Sometimes, yeah. you know, or I'm on the air or Green's going out to dinner or, you know, just whatever. But, you know, we're all, we all have lives outside of this. So, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, voice meter is definitely, it's a strong program. Yeah. It's it a good piece of software. Things. Yeah. But sometimes to get over that hurdle of wrapping your head around right. all that it does, yep. it's it's very steep. Yeah. Now, do you have any of the virtual audio cables installed? Yeah, not the virtual audio cables, but I am using Voice Meter as a virtual audio box. Oh, okay. So I have okay. different channels yeah. set for different inputs and outputs, and it's all based off of what the virtual cool uh, the Voice Meter uh, virtual outs are called, okay. virtual ins and virtual outs. Cool. But I can show you that when yeah, we, when yeah. we sit down. Awesome. Because uh, I picked up, uh, this has been like two or three weeks ago, I picked up a headphone stand, right? Because I was like, well, I need to, I don't want to just leave my headphones laying on the desk, you know, a little stand. I found it over at uh, the gaming, uh, the game, oh, uh, GameStop. I found it at GameStop. I think it's their brand. It's a very simple one, nothing fancy, not even RGB. But it's got audio in and out on the front, and it's got three USB ports. So I'm like, oh, sweet. I can plug stuff right in there on the desktop, yada, yada. You know, more USB ports, the better. And they're all USB 3, so they're all, you know, high speed. But what it also does is, of course, it acts as a sound card. So now there's yet another entry for in and out on everything that I do now. I'm like, holy fucking yeah. hell. It's, well, we can work on that, too. Well, I, I, you know, I just want to unplug the goddamn thing just to get it out of the mix because, oh, and I've uh, uh, disabled, I went into Windows and disabled the microphone on both of my go. cameras to get them out of the mix as well because, yep. you, and then as soon as you unplug and replug, Windows is like, oh, hey, there's a new microphone. And I'm like, fuck off. I don't want to use this microphone. Uh, oh, and then anytime <laughs> you, you see, unplug and you re see Green's list, it's like, 
Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then anytime you unplug and replug an HDMI device, it's like, oh, a new audio device is detected. I'm like, no, there's no fucking speakers on that. And, and honestly, I'll, I and I'm not even exaggerating. I bet 25% of the calls that I get just on average uh, at work, no matter where I'm working, somebody has either gotten a new monitor or has unplugged or and replugged their HDMI monitor. Windows says, oh, here's a new device, and it switches the audio to the speaker, or I mean to the monitor, which, of course, most modern uh, monitors don't have built-in speakers. So then their audio goes from working to not working, and all they've done is plugged in the monitor, and they're like, uh, my sound isn't working. Why can't I get notifications that my email has come in? It used to work, but it doesn't anymore. Exactly, exactly. I bet 25% of the calls that I get just on average are that exact same thing. It's like, have you uninstalled or have you unplugged and replugged your monitor? Oh, yeah, I just moved it. From well, that's why. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because Windows is chicken dinner. That's right. Windows is dumb. So anyway, all right. Well, uh, so cool. Once uh, once all the madness of uh, Dragon Con is passed, uh, I will uh, I will because I've got the install for all three. I, I donated like you know however much for the guy uh, because it is a nice nice piece of software. So um, and I've already got him. So I'll just reinstall. I think Banana and then uh, you and I will just work on it on us. You know, whenever you've got time, it's at your leisure. I mean, you know. Saturday or Sunday, whatever works best for you. We'll spend a couple hours yeah. doing that. Same. I, I gave him the, the donation, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Oh, it's well it worth it. I mean, even though I'm yeah. not using yeah. it now, it's worth it because it's a great, great piece of software. Yeah. I'm more than happy to try a piece of software, but if I like it, I'm going to use it and I'm going to get definitely give the donation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the same with the radio station a software that I use. Uh, it's called Play It Live. It's, uh, you know, you use it to queue up all your spots and you use it to queue up your music and this and that and the other thing. And, you know, you can control it. You got clocks, you got schedules, you get all this stuff. And the guy just made it for free. He's like, here, you know, but of course he makes plugins for it. He makes a broadcaster plugin. He makes a, uh, a uh, oh, a voice track plugin module, which is nice. So you pre-record your, your, uh, your audio, you know, your breaks. Hey, that was such and so and this and that and the other thing. And now here's such, you know, then you insert that into your list and then you just hit play and just let it roll you know that he you know so yeah. I've, I've donated for a couple of the plugins for it because again it's just a fantastic yeah. piece of software the flight sim uh microsoft flight sim that actually you can see in the background here uh as my virtual background Whoa. i'm actually in the cockpit of one of the planes um there's a program that's free to free to use it's called neofly and neofly is an economy plugin that lets you take missions uh get paid for doing different different things you have to uh you can buy your aircraft you have to pay for fuel you pay for parking you pay for all the different aircraft maintenance things you pay uh for repairs if you land heavy and it de detects all that and he gives it away for free and if you donate to different levels you get additional features like uh random events or uh, actual objects that you can see while you're flying around and things like that that's so pretty cool uh, i gave him full donation because i think that that's uh absolutely worth it i love running the missions in neofly i think you've seen probably a couple of the flight sim that i've been doing the emergency missions for. oh yeah 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 that's yeah yeah, that's Neofly. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. No, that does. That looks like fun. Yeah, and 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 like you said, if it's a decent piece of software, and you know these folks work hard on these things, and and you know like if 
particularly with the Play It Live, the guy who wrote Play It Live, started a Facebook page, and he's on there answering questions all the time. You know, it's like it's like him. Oh, wow. It's not like you know an assistant or something like that, or oh, I've got a mod that answers. No, it's him on there answering questions and you know taking suggestions for you know changes and updates and bug reports and all that stuff. He's on the 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 uh, Facebook page all the time, so definitely definitely yeah. worth it. Yeah. Neil flies the same way. He's got a Discord uh, server, and he's got a whole channel for suggestions, and he'll open up suggestions, and then they'll vote on the suggestions coming up features. And they're like, okay, well, we want to track this particular metric in our flights. Right. Uh, Everybody votes for it, so he'll throw it into the into the updates. Oh, that's super cool. It's it's pretty pretty fantastic. He's updating pretty regularly. Nice. So, Green, I know you said that you are currently using the mid-level Stream Deck, the 15-button, right? And you've upgraded to the XL, or you will be upgrading to the XL, I guess. So, that gives you... How many buttons are on the XL? Like, 20? 25? I mean, there's a lot of buttons on there. See, there's row of 4 and 8, so 32? Is that right? Yep, 32. 32 buttons. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. I was thinking about going with the because uh, I'm going to get another one for myself. I was thinking about going with the mini, but that gives you only six buttons. So I think the 15, <laughs> my precious. Um, I think the 15 button will, will suffice for for my uh, for my needs. Yeah, and what oh, you can do with the sexy. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Is that the button? The button? Did my button work? This one? Yeah, this one. Okay. Uh, so what I've done with my stream deck is I've have pages. And this is a great uh, function for any of the stream decks is you can actually change pages. So this button is a page that goes to my flight sim pages. Yeah, it navigates down into a different set of buttons, right? Yep, and then my button goes back to my streaming button. Yeah. I've done the same thing with my my stream. I've got one page is my um, intro and music beds. Um, One page is just for slobs. And one page is just for uh, sound effects that I use during stream. And that's the reason why I went up to the big guy is as wonderful as it is, and it it works very well. Now that I've gotten a grasp on just how powerful this little device is, um, how useful it is, I I don't have enough buttons. I had to get the bigger one. Need more buttons. More buttons. That's right. Yep, yep. So I'm going to... I could actually plug into Flight Sim with this uh stream deck i could do things in flight sim on the stream deck yeah increase my altitude for autopilot change uh, my autopilot settings or change my radio functions or things like that and uh, so that's that's fantastic and then and what i have uh figured out finally (laughs) was i can set up multi-function scenes so that if i want to go to a break it will go to my break scene, mute my microphone, mute my desktop audio, and set a timer. And then when I break out of it, go to my desktop, it will unmute my desktop one, unmute desktop two, unmute microphone, go to desktop scene, single, and go from there. So yeah, it's pretty freaking powerful. Let me ask you this then. Do you, in voice meter, do you have the stream deck as an audio source? No. Really? Stream Deck is not an audio source. Stream Deck will pipe to a specific audio input, and that is something that you pipe into in, into Voice Meter. Uh, like Stream Deck, I'll set it for a Voice Meter aux, which okay. is B2. So anything that's coming in on B2, I know 
aux is my B2. So anything that I want to program for aux, I just have to make sure B2 goes to the correct locations. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I was trying to yeah. do something like that originally. I see you're trying to wrap your head around yeah. it. You're, you have to see the settings in, in order to understand it. Yeah, I think I, I will. I can't yeah. explain it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, like I said, we'll do that. It's all a potato for a reason because you feel like a potato trying to run. I, I'm telling you, dude, I would. I got so, so frustrated with everything. And then I saw Stream Deck, or I mean, sorry, Stream Deck. I saw the, the Roadcaster Pro. I'm like, uh, that's more what I'm used to with the physical, you know, sliders and the whole nine yards. What I'm hoping to do, are you playing with your ball on camera, sir? Grabbing your balls. <laughs> Busted. Um, what I'm hoping to do is mount my big monitor here. I got a 32-inch monitor in front of me. Mount it on the wall and then move the uh, Roadcaster over in front of me so I can have everything right in front of me because right now the Roadcaster is off to the side and it's kind of a stretch to get to all my levels and stuff so it would be nice to have everything right here in front of me. But I'd have to get another wall mount and blah, blah, blah. So... Once again, a project for another day. Oh, and something else that Green and I were talking about too was mounting the TV back there. I'd have to figure out the the because you get the glare on just even on the plexiglass back here. You get the glare from the monitors. So, um, but yeah, he did bring up brightness might go out of whack and make it too bright. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, this cheapo camera. I don't know that it's, it may not affect it at all because it's just <laughs> it's not that great, honestly. He did bring up a good point as well. If you can angle the TV, which if I get a wall mount for it, I'll make sure that you can angle it, you know, left and right and up and down, whatever axes, axes those are. Uh, so maybe I can actually, if not eliminate, then re greatly reduce any glare off of, because I've got, you know, the, the light over here as well that'll, that'll yeah, shine yeah. down up above here. So, uh, Tommy, so, here's something else. Yeah. Um, in, here in the studio, I'm using reflected light off of the walls oh right if you put that tv back there yeah you will not need all the light on that you've got in fact that tv behind you will show up a lot better and will look really badass like you know, without the light in the background that's yeah. why I, I just turned on my lights so you can see the accent lights here okay but when i turn when i turn off my lighting uh, this is i guess this is reflective light right uh these are two uh, like, like let's say my phone is the lamp yeah i've got two of them on either side of my monitor behind it pointed at the wall oh so it's they're not pointed at you they're pointed at the wall Correct. reflecting light okay okay Correct. so the, the light is coming off even you're not seeing it really reflected in my glasses right right i'm not having to go oh my god that's fucking bright yeah uh it's very comfortable it's very diffused and this is a level that i like to where you can see me clearly in the foreground right but behind me is dark enough that you can see oh there's some cool shit back there what is that yeah but it make and it makes the lights pop Right. Now, well, that'll be another, light, if I can interrupt for a second, that'll be another advantage of moving the TV from here to there because then I will be able to reflect light off of the, I'll have, I'll be able to do indirect light. Right now I can't because the TV is here. So when I turn my lights off, there we go. Ah, uh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's the difference. I like it. I like Conversely, it. Conversely, when you turn your lights up higher than you normally do, you tend to start getting washed out, tend to get peaky yes. well i mean he's pale to begin with <laughs> Ooh, i am now regarding these lights if i pull up the um the, the um not the temperature saturation i think Ooh, that looks pretty yeah. good yeah. yeah yeah now i'm doing that on this is on this is using my phone 
What what lights are those that you've got reflecting on the wall? Are those like those Elgato lights or? Yes, that's exactly. Oh, what they, they are. are. Cool, yep. cool, cool. Yeah. The there we go. That is both lights at full brightness. Okay. And if still, I bring still up... reflecting off the wall though, which is good. Okay, yeah. 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 Right. So and that's that's not that... too washed out. That is a no, it's beautiful that's... level right there. Yeah, it actually looks really good. Yeah. Yes, I I I totally dig it. Yeah. But like I said, it's a little bright for me personally. I don't like it that bright anymore. Right, right. And it makes the, the, the accent lights difficult to, to see. So if I bring down just the the light level, now this is at this is at twenty one percent or twenty. Now it, it occurs to me too that you can probably control those Elgato lights from the stream deck. Yeah, but I they're, believe they're, so. They're, yes. they're both Elgato. Interface on here. You have to slide the, the two levels. I'm sure you could turn them on and off. Yes. Well, no, uh, you can. You should be able to because I know you can do it with hue lights because I did it before. You can have a up and a down and just you know tap 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 to turn them up. Tap 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 to turn them down. I, I think so. That was something we have to dig into because I yeah. mean hell, they're made by the same fucking company. Well, exactly. I, I <laughs> and I know it can be done. I know it can be done. It's just a matter of plug-in. Yeah, I, I say look at their look at because I know that the uh, Elgato has the their whatever they call their software store, whatever they're calling it, you know, to where you can download right. cool stuff for it. Just look for the lights, and there's got to be light controls in there. There's got to be. So he went the Elgato way. Yeah, I went with the LED strips that I found in the boys' room and yeah. stapled to the wall over here where it's bright. Oh. You see where it's really bright? Yeah. I stapled, stapled them up <laughs> over here. This is DIY. Yeah. Yeah. So so I could go like that and it kind of gets washed out or I go full rave yeah <laughs> well I've got a, a LED a strip of LED lights across the desk here that goes about three quarters of the way down the desk that I picked up at Walmart they were like $12 I think and uh, I've just yeah, got them what, that's what these are is, yeah, is, yeah. and this is my second because I ended up getting a $14 ring yeah that I can do what two levels and two colors with but something like yeah, that yeah it's the cheapest one i could find and this was the other one the sticky is so bad since i found it on aiden's underneath his bed he, he was like i'm done with this <laughs> under the bed so it doesn't has has no sticky left right i right. can't there's just no sticky left <laughs> and and just as a heads up i don't know if uh if you guys have a five below a store called five below near you anywhere uh they now sell LED strip lights for five dollars. Oh wow! Yeah. No. Yeah. Yep. We don't have one yep. of those, but we do have a Lidl, and every now and then they have LED strip lights in there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, for like Megan Tech, isn't that a uh, five below down by the Walmart in North Augusta, near the end of the uh, you know the opposite end from the um the, the that uh, Chinese buffet we go to? I know there's a dollar store there, but I don't know if there's a five below or not. Okay. You're talking where the rental place is, right? Near the end, yeah. There, now yeah, there the is a end. five below. I have seen one in Augusta. I just don't remember oh, where. Okay, I thought it was in North Augusta. Yeah, that yeah. just. I mean, they've got you know a bunch of a bunch of tech stuff. It's you know they got, you know, and you, it's one of those deals where they're mostly controlled by you know these little remote controls. But I mean, yeah. you know, they're five bucks, so you play around with it, and if you break it or what, right? If you break it or whatnot, you know, you're only out five bucks. Right. Um, you know. Oh, but I mean, you know, they're LED lights, so assuming they last at all, they'll probably last forever. So, you know, yeah. unless got, you get 
one tired of them and chuck them under the bed. strip that's above me that's dead. And yeah. It's like, oh, it's dead. Oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> well, you know, the the C and uh, the Segotep the case that I got, and uh, Green got a Segotep case as well, The it came with uh, three uh, LED fans in the front. After literally like two months, uh, two of the LEDs... LED whatever stopped working in the fans and the other one just made a horrible it just killed itself made a horrible noise so I had to yank it out and replace it with uh, see the reflection yeah yeah uh, so I had That's, to replace like it I said, with, it's just it's just stapled up there <laughs> there's the monitor where everybody is right above it it's the LED oh there's the ring there's light. the ring light yeah I've got a ring light sort of up in the corner here that doesn't really do a whole lot I don't think yeah the lighting in here is just atrocious I need to really do yeah, something I'm, about it I had a ring light and it, I couldn't get a good color out of it, but also the fact that it was facing out, it just blinded yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, that's I another. Take it. Yeah, that's another reason so, I'm not a big fan of that one. Yeah. So you were blinded by the light. Yes. Wrapped up oh. like a douche. <laughs> Never heard that joke it's, before. It's, it's revved up like a deuce, but anyway. <laughs> deuce. Douche. Douche. No douche. Douche. Sploosh. Anyway, on that note. Uh, let's call it a break here. We've been going for about an hour. Let's uh, let's take a break and refuel and empty the tanks and whatever else we need to do here. That sounds good. All right. Let's go to a break. Break time. Break. Welcome to intermission. Yeah. Intermission. What do you want? And we're back. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. And, and we're, that's right. And I'm totally stoked. Balls of steel. That you could be here for the rest of these shenanigans. We've had a pretty successful break. And I hope you have as well. So let's get into this, Tommy. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, thank you very much. So <laughs> I'm glad that one came through. That was yes. Perfect. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we have had a uh, successful uh, break. Uh, we have emptied what we needed to empty and refilled what we needed to refill and, uh, Ice cream has been consumed. By the way, if I can make a... I'm not going to say a recommendation. So these are Ritz Cheese Crispers. And they're green. Well, I... It's a color scheme. Well, no, I mean the... uh, the, I know, I know. Yeah, no, the (laughs) camera's ridiculous. They are weird. They're not bad. They're not good. (laughs) They're just kind of... I don't know. It's it's not like oh they taste like, you know, Ritz that's have cheese sprinkled on them. They're just I don't know. So, they're weird. So it's like green. Bay crab boiled crackers, or potato chips. Yeah, yeah. They're good, but they're boiled crab. <laughs> but they're boiled crab crackers, right? So, yeah, exactly. They're so good, green. but they're boiled crab. What? Would, what? would you like to regale them with the tale of Indian breakfast food? Uh... <laughs> 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 All right. Come in handy. 
Oh man! <laughs> if, this, if this is the particular story you're, you're, you're the, if I'm remembering the particular one you're talking talking about, uh, I love Indian food. I do. And Mr. Blinktron here, Patrick, and his wife, the lovely, lovely wife, who's also a longtime friend of mine, they came down to see me uh, a couple years ago, and they brought me these delicious Indian snacks from the local Indian grocery store mm. that's up in their area, not mine. Snacks. Oh, yummy. Oh my God, it was so good. They're so well, they were there for a couple of days. We had a grand time. Everything was great. It took me uh, a couple of days to go through all the snacks. They were good. Well, something I'd not really paid attention to or noticed that when, when, they, when they got there, Christy had brought some breakfast cup. Kind of like uh, ramen cups. Yeah, oh. like ramen cups. Okay. But it was Indian food. And okay. they just forgot them, forgot to take them when they left. Oh, no. So, <laughs> forgot them. So that was on purpose. <laughs> well, you asked for snack stuff, so we left all the snack stuff. Okay, okay. This wasn't a snack. This was this was a breakfast thing. Uh, uh, these are horrible. Shove them off on green. He'll eat them. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like after a while. <laughs> But I, I, I was like, I'm going to try one. And I opened them. And you know how when, like, in, in, the, in the ramen bowls, you've got, like, the big hard pack of noodles, and then you see, like, maybe some kind of, like, a couple of chives or something else that are freeze-dried. And then you open up the little pack of, of, of salt and sodium and pour it in there for flavor. Well, what was in this bowl, in this cup, looked like... Big flakes of fish food, and it didn't smell too terribly much better. Now, <laughs> to be honest, I sort of kind of like that smell. Mm -hmm. I grew up with aquariums, mm -hmm. yeah, but I, I don't mind. I, I do kind of like it. Yep. So I was like, "What the fuck is this?" A smell, not a food. <laughs> or, so opened it up. And I was thinking, this is kind of looking forward to this. this is going to be some good shit, right? Follow the directions, put it in the microwave, pull it out, it smells good, take a bite. There are a few things in my life I've ever actually felt the urge to spit out. <laughs> it wasn't bad, but it was a long way from good. <laughs> I wasn't going to throw them away. I did eat them. I powered through them. But uh, thank you. Well, I was talking about the one that you seem to have enjoyed, but then you were like, what is that? <laughs> you started breathing afterwards. Oh, oh, I don't remember which one it was, but oh my Lord, it was good. I, I, I don't remember, again, I don't remember the name of the flavor, but I remember that happening now. There was something I ate, and I plowed through that bag, and... Whatever it was, just smelled foul, like like rancid ass. Mm. <laughs> it was awful. Well, and... the way Christy put it when she had one, she's like, "Oh my god, this tastes great." Ate it, ate it, ate it. Oh my god, this tastes great. She took a deep breath, breathed down. She's like, "Oh my god, what does that smell?" <laughs> 
What the fuck is that smell? Then she took another deep breath and breathed back out. And she's like, oh my God, what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> and then kept eating. Then took and a deep breath eating. and breathed back out. She's like, what the fuck is that smell? And then she realized after she ate it, it smelled good in the outside. But after she ate it and then it started mixing with everything and she burped a little, it just had this odor to it. But it was fabulous <laughs> taste. Pungent. Yes. <laughs> that was later. About that. that was later. <laughs> so, all right. So that well, wasn't any pleasant either. Going on this same either. theme, what's the weirdest thing you guys have ever eaten? Good or bad? What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Like actually eaten, consumed? I have a story. Okay. In 2002 or whatever it was, right after, it was just about maybe two, three months after 9 11. Oh, it was February. It was February of a. Uh, it was the following February. I took a trip to Japan and had an amazing time. But the first two days, I was there for two weeks. Uh, my friend Robert said, I'm going to show you the tourist trap Japan. So we're going to go to like the, the three-story McDonald's. You know, we're going to go to the KFC that serves dragon rolls that you can't get in the States. All of it, really good shit. So one day we decided to go down to Okinawa. And we went down to, we were going to Odaku. We were going to the Odaku province which was near the military base. So we walked down this long walk on a military base. We get to the end of the bridge and there's all kinds of restaurants and this kind of stuff. Well, one of them is, have you ever seen those big, I know, Peg and Tech, I know you have, you've seen these, these, it's like someone took a big square sheet and then just kind of bent it in half. So it looks like half of a toilet paper roll or a cardboard paper roll. It's just, it's just, just weird corrugated metal. And they put oh, yeah, yeah, Quonset Hut. Oh, Quonset Hut. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what I was going to Yeah, Quonset Hut is what they're called. called. Yeah. And then there's like a door at either end, and then like a door in the middle. Anyway, they converted, they made one into a restaurant. Now, as we were walking towards it, on the outside are these wooden shelves that are that are nailed to the outside of the, 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 the building. And various sea lives, fish, not all of which are fish, they're out there drying and they're spiced. And these are some of the dishes you can order while you go inside. So went inside, and one of the dishes that I saw drying outside is one of the ones they actually brought me. And it was this cuttlefish that they had put slices. They, they, they didn't, like, slice it in half. They just slashed into it, exposing the inside, and it rubbed all kinds of spices and flavor and the shit directly into it. Not the cuttlefish! And- <laughs> The South Park episode where they were, as uh, it asked to mouth, or they were eating cuttlefish at the beginning. Yeah, okay, must have been me. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, well, that's terrific. <laughs> yeah, so let's go on to the next one. That that just fucked up the mood. Go for it. Sorry. You were talking about the cuttlefish being sliced. No, being no, sliced. no, no. Weird food. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the whole crux of the the South Park episode was they were since they were the human centipede the first one had a choice between something nice and cuttlefish he goes I'm sorry I got to choose cuttlefish (laughs) I can't believe South Park is still going on after 20 years more than that I don't even know how long it's been still going crazy so the weirdest thing that I've ever eaten we were down in New Orleans now I've been to New Orleans several several times but I think it was when Patty and I were down there on our honeymoon. 
We were uh, you've got the French Quarter, and then the French Quarter goes into a uh, like a almost like a market area, almost like a uh, what's word for like a flea market type of an area, you know. And a lot of it's you know a lot of the outer ones are semi permanent, you know, people come and go, but then you get on the inside, and all, a lot of these shops are permanent. Well, one of the places was selling gator tails to eat on a stick, gator tail on a stick. And we were like, yeah, you know what? Went in Rome. And I got to tell you, it didn't taste like chicken. Didn't really taste like fish. Had a unique flavor. It was pretty good. I'd have to try it again. I mean, this has been years and years. We've been married for almost 24 years now. I remember it being pretty good. Had sort of a bar. I mean, they had, I guess they had tried to make it, you know, barbecue style or whatever. Um, it was pretty good though i mean we finished the whole thing i mean in between the two of us it was, it was pretty big but um it, i remember it being pretty good i mean and generally speaking neither one of us are particularly adventurous in our cuisine you know in fact uh when green was staying down here he introduced us to thai food for the first time because we'd never really ha- i mean you know we, you know you get your standard chinese of course but Thai food is, you know, com- not completely different, but it's very different from Chinese food. And uh, we really enjoyed the Thai food because uh, Pittsburgh has a lot of good Thai restaurants. And uh, there was just this one in the, I think it was in the Bloomfield uh, neighborhood that we went to. It's, it's actually just called Thai Cuisine. That was the name of the uh, restaurant. It was, it was pretty good, <laughs> nice. though, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But say, other than that, though, I mean, I, I say we don't get uh, overly adventurous with our cuisine, generally speaking. Every now and then we'll try something new on a menu when we go someplace. But um, dr- believe it or not, Jerry Formal is way more adventurous with his food than, than we are. Because, you know, we're like, oh, we've got our standard favorites that we order off of the menu or whatever. And he'll be like, I think I'm going to try that. And we're like, okay. You know, and, you know, I don't think it's come back to bite him in the ass quite yet. You know, it will one day, of course. But, you know, uh, <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah. Well, that's only Taco Bell. Yeah, well, oh. that, yeah, yeah. Well, not only Taco Bell. <laughs> if um, I love uh, sauerkraut on hot dogs, uh, basically oh, on anything. Yeah. Oh, love sauerkraut and and kielbasa. That's not weird though. No, it's not. But my point was that uh, it does not love me. Let's put it that way. Uh, you have okay. to sort of evacuate the the premises after I eat uh, after I eat sauerkraut because it uh, uh, cabbage of any sort actually. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, yeah. interacts yeah. with me that, in that manner. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty brutal. Uh, so, Peg, uh, uh, Blinktron, what what is the weirdest thing you've had? I mean, I'm pretty adventurous, so yeah. I don't think of anything that I've had as weird. Okay, <clears throat> but I've had everything from snails to squid, octopus, eel. I mean, the I've urchin. had alligator. <clears throat> yeah, that, that I don't like the texture of sea urchin, but I have had it, and it tasted good. I just don't like the texture. I didn't care uh, for the taste of it. Uh, so I mean, nothing's really weird to me. Yeah. Well, just I've we- had. I mean. Oh, I mean, I just listed off a whole bunch of them. Yeah, Most people yeah, the, never really. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, was it a uh, calamari is squid, right? Yeah, yeah. I tried. And that's, cal- that's probably the easiest way to get someone into 
trying squid as, yeah. as calamari. There was, I uh, mean, maybe I, I don't remember. I had it at a uh, Italian restaurant uh, somewhere. It was in Augusta somewhere, I think. Maybe it wasn't cooked well, but the texture was it was kind of rubbery or whatnot it was a texture thing if i mean it tasted if okay, it's overcooked but... yeah it will be it can be rubbery. Oh, if it's not okay. cooked right it's right, gonna right. be rubbery okay so well this maybe wasn't again. cooked right so yeah. okay so maybe next time i've got the opportunity i'll try it again but uh we yeah. have a restaurant here that we like to go to that sells really good calamari oh, okay. and i order it every time we go there so so let me uh let me throw this out to the to the group here um, and I know the, the answer for at least one of you, but uh, so sushi, yay or nay? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, no. See, I'm not a sushi guy at all. The zoomies. I imagine that's uh, Tommy's. It more of a texture thing for you. It's more of an uncooked fish thing for me. I just don't do it. That is a misnomer. It is not actually raw or uncooked. Okay, I've a, tried it before, and I don't like it. And I know there's like a million different variations or whatnot, but the the ones that I have tried, I'm not a fan of. Gotcha. And I was like that too. So and then I ended up going to this place that, that Green took me called Azumi's, where they had a ton of different ones hmm. where yep. I could go, ah, that's interesting. No, not at all. <laughs> this one, yeah, I'll try that one. Okay. okay. Shit, they put that out. Um, you know, different things like that. Right. And okay. then he taught me a little bit more about the uh, soy sauce and the wasabi and how that's supposed to go. And it was like, okay, this is eye opening and game changer. I'm digging this. And now that's our go to if somebody in the house gets, graduates, uh, a raise, you know, a promotion, a new job, a Tuesday. Go? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. One of the big things that a lot of a lot of people in the West don't know about sushi. Not to get on my soapbox, but I'm getting on my soapbox. Get on your soapbox. It is not just any seafood that is used. These particular species of seafood, the different kinds, are only used because they are known to never get parasites. That's a big thing that a lot of people in the West are afraid of, is they think, oh, they're getting raw seafood. No, it's not raw. For one thing, there are special freezers when they, um, when uh, the trawlers used to fish for these particular seafood. Uh, uh, get them, they basically are thrown into this particular uh, freezer and if anything survives that freezer, it's going to take over the world within five days. <laughs> Nothing survives these damn things. So if there was anything in it, it's dead. It's long dead. But again, these are particular seafood known for not getting parasites. Uh, some years ago, there was a clip somebody put on on a uh, YouTube. It was it was making rounds on Facebook, where somebody put what looked like a piece of red snapper, with something crawling on it, and they were saying, "Oh, parasites, parasites!" Oh, no, that looks suspiciously placed. It's also on the edge of a plate by itself. Nothing added up. Everything just screamed, "This is a setup." Somebody was doing this to be an asshole. And it's exactly what it was. Again, these particular fish, this sea life is known for not having it. And it's, um, a lot of it is kind of cooked in the same way that um, you, when you, like lox, when you smoke something. Mm. It's not really raw, but it's not really cooked either. Right, right. It's cooked via a chemical reaction. Same type of idea. It's the same and, thing with sushi. And to be honest, Tommy, they have so many different varieties. Mm -hmm. I don't get anything that 
I would consider, like you, to have raw something on it. There's enough variety where I can skip those and still be fully satisfied. Well, yes. if I can interject this, you're not really selling me hard on it when the when the selling point is, oh, it doesn't have parasites. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that was part of your argument. Well, There's no, also... I didn't say anything about parasites. I know. So I understand <laughs> what he's talking about because Christy is kind of the same way. So she actually does stuff that is like, uh, so one of her favorite roles has tempura shrimp in it. So it's shrimp fried in tempura and then wrapped into a roll with cucumber, avocado, and something else. And it's wrapped in rice and uh, seaweed or whatever else whatever they uh, is in, the right? paper. Yeah. yeah. And that's what she has. It's all cooked. Sushi so, just literally translates uh, as with rice. Right. Anything ah, with rice. You can so, have fried chicken sushi if you want it. You can have fried okra sushi. You know, and yeah, I've seen sushi. people that make rolls that like that. Mm-hmm. Or you have it with just vegetables. Now, I will say like, that in the strip district here in Pittsburgh, there is a fish shop they specifically do fish of all they get it shipped in fresh like every day it's like you know the big tables with the piles of ice with the fish sitting on i mean it's one of those kind of places right and they have it shipped in every day and they have a sushi chef or two on hand making it by hand and apparently the dude is really really good I don't know because I've never eaten there. Well, I've never eaten the sushi from there before. Their fish sandwiches are just amazing, and the fish is like the size of your head. They're huge. huge. Um, <laughs> the food there is really good, but I've never had the sushi. So if you guys are in town and want sushi, we'll go down. It's called Woolies, W-H-O-L-E-Y-S or something like that. We'll go down to That's, the Strip District and have, you know, you guys can. That sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. Yes, you, it does. You How guys, about this, Tommy? Can, yeah. When you come down to Augusta, because that was the one of the plans was to come down to Augusta um, is we'll go to Azumi's and uh, you can take a look and see all of the different varieties. Sure. And if you don't want any, they also have a hibachi grill and then the standard uh, Chinese varieties. Yeah, that sounds cool. I love hibachi food though, man. I love going to a Japanese hibachi grill, man. That's one of my favorite things. I've got a really good one. Yeah? Okay. Is this out in Evans? Yes. Okay. It's yeah, called. It's, it's pretty Zoom. legit. That's, yeah. that's the place that opened my eyes up to sushi to the point where nice. I voluntarily get sushi at places now. Yeah, that that place is the best sushi I've had since I was in Japan. It's just fucking great. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I'll, I'll. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm not saying I won't try it. It's just that the stuff I've tried in the past, I've not been a fan of. So. Well, have you done rolls or have you done tried to do nigiri? Because nigiri is what usually throws people off. That's the riff fish, the raw ish fish on a bed of rice. Like, it's no, like, they were all rolled up. I think. Rice and there's like fish on top of it, and it's wrapped in seaweed. That's what a lot of people think sushi is. Is that not that's what sushi? Nigiri. Is? That's not uh, sushi. Sushi is basically, okay. literally, stuff with rice. Stuff with rice. It's a subset of sushi, but it's right. not what sushi specifically is. Okay, yeah. yeah like I said, I'm certainly not opposed to going to Izumi and and you know trying some out. You know, I said yeah, maybe the place because I had it. Going to assume <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, place where I tried it, we it was a it was a the vice president of the company I was working for had this fancy shindig at her house and had all this stuff laid out and it was a huge spread of sushi and whatever else and um, I, I don't know I got it say again I wonder if she got it from like 
like a grocery store? I don't know if she made it or bought it. I have no clue, but I just just not not a fan. Jimmy Joe's World of Sushi. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I you know, maybe it was just not good sushi that I got. So I mean that's I always was, possible. I'll say this in, in echoing um echoing Pagan Tech. My mom had tried sushi from like at, at like parties and it was a party tray of sushi. Not really yeah. good track record with that. Yeah, now, yeah. the culture here on Washington Road, it's not great, but it's it's enjoyable. Passable. Okay. But Izumi's, they make it like great. Let, let, let's say my screen here is the uh, is the layout of the restaurant. You, you you come in here. Here's the dining area. Right in the middle of the dining area is the kitchen where they make the sushi fresh directly in front of you. You know how long it's been out there because you see they just made it. That's pretty cool. So it's fresh. It's usually like two or three of the chefs back there doing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the, then it's behind plexiglass. So again, you see them cutting it up, yeah. rolling it up, making it. Well, the, the place here in Pittsburgh, you go in and you've got like the fish counters on that, you know, down both sides of, you know, of, of the inside of the building. And you've got another one in the center there. But right next to this big fish counter in the center is this booth where they do all the sushi right there. You know, because, I mean, all the fish is fresh, so they obviously have everything fresh right there. So, again, I've never had it before, but, I mean, if you guys are here visiting, we can certainly go to the Strip and, and, and do that. And if I'm down in Augusta, yeah, we'll go to Izumi. And I also want to go to uh, Genghis Grill again. Man, that place is a Oh, man, I love that place. Oh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, we are talking about Izumi's on Washington Road. <laughs> I didn't make out what that I sound wish, was. Right? That was, uh, I think that cash was register. cash, cash register. register sound. Yeah. Cha-ching. <laughs> Cha-ching. Well, cool. Oh, yeah. by the way, this yeah. is episode 17. 17. Dang. What? Yeah. yeah. I've just stopped, uh, on, I think on all of my podcasts, I've just stopped trying to number them and just date them because it's easier because I'm starting to lose track of what's what and all that stuff. I think I'm just going to, uh, you know, uh, put a date on everything from now on. I got you on the uh, YouTube playlist. Yeah, uh, I have them all numbered, and last one that I uploaded was 16, and cool. that should be actually premiering tonight. I thought I believe. All right. Well, uh, I if I need to know what number it is, I'll just <laughs> hop over to yeah, your YouTube channel them. and check that out. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. Well, in stark contrast, then, uh, what is you Yin's guys's favorite food? What is your like? If you if somebody said, okay, it's your birthday, it's whatever, we're going out. What's your favorite food? Did it be, you know, at a restaurant or home cooked or whatever? Go ahead. Well, let me get my worst food out. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, okay, so it's not really the worst food, but it's the strangest food. Okay. I know that I've had it. I kind of remember the taste. I was a kid. Oh, okay. So I grew up in Alaska. Right. And one of the things that they have up there is called Eskimo ice cream. Okay. Have you ever heard of Eskimo ice cream? No, but it sounds suspicious. <laughs> yes, it does. One of the things that is needed in the Eskimo um, kind of the civilization is energy, especially something that you can have energy uh, as traveling. So traditionally, it's some sort of fat, like whale fat or walrus fat or something mm-hmm. like that, mixed in with berries that you find in the area to sweeten it. Okay. Uh, the one that I had wasn't fat. It wasn't specifically any specific type of fat. It was lard mixed with blueberries and sugar. 
And that was what we had. Interesting. It is very interesting, and it is not something that you want to walk into not knowing what the hell you're eating. <laughs> is it um, – it's got to be a weird texture though, right? Very weird texture. Yeah. It's a little grainy, but then there's the weird softness of the lard as it's melting, and then the blueberries uh, had had a very specific flavor to them as well, and it's a thing. Uh, I can't say I enjoyed it. I can remember eating it, but I can't say that it was top tier on my list of things yeah, that I wanted to I wouldn't to eat. think so. Yeah, that just sounds – I mean – when you're out there like that, you got to do what you got to do. I guess there's a uh, yeah, there's yeah. a uh, a uh, it's a a traveling food from the Middle East that's that's been made for thousands and thousands of years. It's essentially milk slash yogurt that's smashed into a ball and it dries out and it keeps for twenty or thirty years or something ridiculous like that. And they'll keep it in a bag and as they're going across the desert, if they need something to eat, they'll just grab one of these things out and on. And they, over the years, they've, you know, done different flavors and this and that and everything. I'll have to look up. I don't even remember what it's called. I was reading something about it the other day. And proteins, and I'm sure, sure some sort of lactose in there as yeah, well. Yeah, probably. And flavors. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. Just to sustain you, basically. It's not like you're sitting down yeah. to a gourmet meal, but, uh, you know, no, it'll yeah. sustain you. And plus, it's always uh, those, those things too. It's always a matter of how long and how well something keeps. Because, you know, if you're hiking across the desert for a month, you know, uh, you're not going to, you know, most food is going to go bad unless it's dried meats or, you know, these little yeah. balls of whatever they were. I say, I can't remember what they were called. Yeah. I remember but, um, Aunt Fanny, uh, who was one of our, the homesteaders uh, from Alaska, she would talk about candied salmon eyes. That was eyes? not a go-to. I did Ooh. not have them. Yeah, no. Ew. I mean, and, and I realize that, you know, uh, modern day man has... Um, We've gotten, we've gotten soft as far as what you know foods will eat. But like you know, once upon a time, it's like, hey, if you catch something and slaughter it, you're gonna eat and or use every single bit of it. That's where yep. you know pickled pigs' feet come from and chitlins and just yeah, just you eat what you have to when well, you when it comes down to it, you will eat what exactly. You have. And I'm yes. not saying that I would ever eat or have ever eaten those things because I have not and I will not. But nonetheless, that's why you still see them in, you know, in in the stores sometimes because, you know, that's what people grew up on. It's just like, hey, I want some chitlins. And it, well, here's another example, too. Haggis. Haggis is pig intestine wrapped in a sheep's stomach. Now, I've had haggis before. So where you can right, also with wheat, right? Wheat yeah, you, there's there's several different ways to do it. I've I've had it uh, on several occasions. It can be really good. And it can be really revolting, but in either case, it smells like boiled ass. It smells fucking atrocious. But if it's made right, it's actually really good. You can spread it on a cracker. You can just—I mean, there's a bunch of different things you can do with it. But um, it's if it's not boil done them, well, stick them in a stew. Boil them, <laughs> mash them, stick them in a stew. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, um, I want to ask you yeah, about haggis. Sure. You said you could. It's Sheep's intestines, uh, wrapped in wrapped in a sheep's stomach? stomach, or yeah, wrapped in a sheep's yeah. Okay, so what part of it are you spreading on the cracker? 
Well, you it, you, it, you mash it all up essentially. I mean, it's not like oh, there's. So it's, it's a mash. It's not actually. They don't bring you out a stomach with uh, intestines. In it. Well, they do. Uh, technically, yes, that's exactly what they do. Because generally speaking, it's still going to be wrapped in either a part of the intestine or a part of the stomach. But they but they mash up, th- you know, the the intestines or whatever, and shove it into this receptacle, being a stomach or whatever. And then they and then they rubber band it up or they tie it up with string or whatnot. And that's it's. Sort Sort of like, like a, a loaf, a kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you are eating the stomach wrapping and the mashed up intestine. You generally, you can, yes, but generally you don't. What a lot of people do is when they serve it, they'll put it in the middle of a plate, and they'll just split the thing, the casing, if you will, right down the middle, and then you've got all the all the haggis essentially in yeah. inside the uh, the, the stomach I'm or the casing. With have a wheat and barley or wheat and oats, mm-hmm. and then mixed in with some other miscellaneous meats right and, and, be- then- and it's one of those things where you know they basically used what they had on hand to make their food you know and once again if it's done right haggis will last you for i don't know about months but it'll last a good long while it won't go right. bad right away well um, i mean uh have you ever had tripe <sighs> no <laughs> i haven't had tripe actually no what, what- I guess that's oh, one of the weird things i've had then oh really okay <laughs> What uh, what what so, is it? I've heard of it, but what is it? Basically, it's cow stomach. So oh, okay. cow stomachs yeah. have these long tendrils that come off the wall that just absorb everything around it. Right. It's while the it's connective eating. tissue that holds the organs together internally. Yeah. It's oh, it's if it's exactly. done right. If it's done right, it is amazing. Really? Yes. It yeah. doesn't smell bad either. Oh, okay. Green's uh, response. <laughs> it is the most. It is the most foul texture I've ever had in my mouth. Not if it's done well that you've had. Yes, I've had it before, and it was it was almost to the point of being very tender steak level of of toothness to it. It was really good, really flavorful, but it was also in a Vietnamese restaurant. Tripe is only one of two things in my entire life, two foods that have actually made me gag and spit it out. It was really? just <laughs> god awful. What was the other one? It was tripe, and uh, um, oh, hold on, I, get, I just had it. Um, fuck, fuck. mountain oysters. No, oh, <laughs> it, it was. I I hate to give you ammo. I hate to put. I hate to give you ammunition. Bold. Those were actually pretty. But it was a it was a particular kind of sushi. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it had the it had the texture of snot with fat marbles in it you sure you weren't eating oysters because that sounds exactly like an oyster that that sounds like no that sounds like urchin oh no what urchin urchin is ground up like a paste this is and they they do serve it at izumi i will i will warn you away from it. i'll go that yeah avoid that don't 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 touch that um but it's like pink and yellow it's even the color of a loogie <laughs> it's, just, oh, it's awful Lung butter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and tripe are the only two foods that have ever made me actually gag. Mm. Wow. Just awful. Interesting. I'm done. <laughs> so anyways, now, I have had mountain oysters on Kodiak when we did our clip and tag. 
uh, we did end up with a bucket and we had mountain oysters that evening. Mm. They were pretty good. Nope. Pass. It was definitely interesting, but yeah. that's what they served and that's what we ate. So, like, have you I mean, guys ever gone to a restaurant I, and had fresh oysters, like, right out of the shell? Oh, yeah. No. Uh, I had but them once not, and that was <laughs> That's not strange. That's very strange. A lot of people do that. Yes, my a lot of people do that. Oysters. That doesn't make it not strange. Dude, my mom would eat oysters in front of my sister and I, would eat them on the half shell, yeah. and fucking chew them up in front oh. of us. Nope. Yeah. Just, just to nope. gross you out? Well, yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Pass. <laughs> to gross us out. No. Gross. Nope. Yeah. I like oysters. Yeah. But wrapping back around to Izumi for a second, right. it was taking mom to Izumi and trying real fresh uh sushi that was not off of a shelf somewhere and she loved it it is a different experience to have okay. it done yeah. professionally to yeah have it made all right i mean yeah like i said i i'm certainly not opposed to it i mean uh, in a situation like that i would have to have somebody there to point out okay you'll probably like this you probably want to avoid you know the tripe yeah. the tripe crackers or whatever you know <laughs> you know <laughs> avoid the urchin paste you know that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah so uh yeah no I, like i said you don't have to talk me into it anymore i d we'll definitely hit a zoomy next time i'm in town but uh pegatech looked like you had something to say just no, then. that was the oh okay <laughs> cool <laughs> nice so all right so uh let's get back to favorite foods then um mine's easy okay sushi oh really yes <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> whenever whenever it's a celebration time whenever it's you know we're celebrating anything birthdays whatever it's where do you want to go sushi it's everybody in the house same here yeah hands down that's what i want yep that's yeah that's a common thing though i think for uncommon best of thing that I can think of is I have to be in a really specific mood to make it is Clinker Dagger Bickerstaff and Pets Public House Burnt Cream. Gesundheit. The fuck? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with it Patrick on this one. The fuck? The restaurant was called Clinker Dagger Bickerstaff and Pets. It's a public house and they served a burnt cream. It was $18 for a thing of burnt cream. It's about this big. This was in the 80s that we had this now is this something in alaska once again uh the restaurant was located in in anchorage and there was another restaurant in washington uh, but i think they've gone out of business their recipe lives on oh, okay it is creme brulee that's what i was about to ask is it just what a it creme brulee like it is a creme brulee, but it's made a slightly different with different slightly different ingredients so it's more british than it is French. Because so, nobody likes but, French, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so I have to be in the mood to make it because it is a detailed process, but that is, I will just about murder somebody for that. <laughs> so let's go on a quick tangent here. So is anything in Alaska named normally? Because anytime you mention something with a bunch of random vowels and, and it's like, oh, that must be from Alaska because it sounds fucking <laughs> weird. Like Iggy Who... <laughs> uh, you know who I mean okay it's probably a uh, probably an Eskimo native yeah, you know it's a word and I that guess, means the end of the river okay so and I suppose that a, river, a lot yeah. of people would consider like Allegheny to be a weird uh, a weird word uh, Buck snort Buck snort 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, anytime, anytime something weird, uh, like some weird, oh, it's, uh, you know, Bobolink and Snarf Blats. This and I'm like, oh, that must be from Alaska. Oh, okay. Well, you know. <laughs> the Snickle Fritz Express. Oh, that must be a train in Alaska, apparently, because it's just That's got a weird name. It could be an airplane, too. So. Yeah. Oh, I've got a good story yeah. about that. So. I was uh, I was one of these places I worked at on the other side of town, and I was sitting in traffic, and I was waiting for a train. Actually, it's one of the more industrial parts of town, and this little sort of borough township, whatever you want to call it, is called Blawnox. B l a w n, b l a w n o x. Blawnox, right? Um, it was named after the guy who founded the township, or you know, whatever. So I'm sitting there at the train, waiting, waiting. Now, so I of course get out the phone and I put on Facebook. Uh, stuck on a train, you know, stuck waiting for a train in Blahnox, headed home, blah, blah, blah. Somebody answered, like, before I even got home, somebody said, Blahnox? That sounds like a, sounds like a villain from Harry Potter. Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) I always thought that was, uh, that always cracked me up. It sounds like a Harry Potter villain. Where are you? I just got finished with my shift at Hogwarts. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Back, back to food though. I don't know that I have a lot of, of places that I like to go. I'm not, like I said, I'm not particularly adventurous with my cuisine. To be perfectly honest, I like a good steak. I mean, everybody loves a good steak, but you know, given my druthers, um, I love fish. So pretty much, I mean, I've ne- like I said, I think really the only fish that I right. seafood that fish. I fish, yeah, yeah, you won't sushi, right? Because fish. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Well, we'll see. The uh, I do I do like seafood though, but it has to be but you know cooked. What's your favorite seafood? Um, probably. I've had. Have you ever had swordfish? I have. Swordfish Mm -hmm. is really good. Yeah, that's one of those things that you don't get very often because not a lot of places serve it. But it's really good. You know your standard run of the mill tilapia. I like. Shrimp, of course, uh, you know, in all of its various and sundry, you know, forms. Jumbo Finishers shrimp, which is quite the oxymoron. used to have a swordfish steak. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Oh, oh salmon. Yeah. Salmon is probably my favorite fish. I love salmon. And I think it's because when I was a kid, my grandmother used to make salmon patties for my, my mm. sister and myself when we would stay there. Did you eat the bones? No, no. We always picked the bones out. Oh, yeah. gross. Um, oh, they're good. Yeah, uh, but salmon patties are probably, or salmon just general. I I like salmon, but uh, salmon, crab, I love like crab cakes, uh, like king crab, you know, where you crack open the legs and all. That's awesome. It's boiled. It's boiled. It's boiled. No, no, no. What what, what are you, you, so what, what are you gesturing about then? Crab. Yeah. Never mind. Skip it. It's it's not sushi. I mean, they there might be crab sushi, but if you get the crab legs and crack it open and all that stuff, it's not. What is Blink's last name? Oh, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Sorry, God, I'm slow. Are you sure you're not a blonde under there? Yeah, I, I wonder sometimes. <laughs> hey, I resemble that remark. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, crab well, legs, awesome. Uh, lobster, I mean, of what? course. Right over his head. It did. It didn't have that high travel. It did. It did. I need my hair to get longer so I can catch these things as they come across. 
But um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm a I'm a seafood fan, you know. Uh, Red Lobster is probably a poor example, generally speaking. But I mean, there's a lot of good uh, seafood places, you know, aside from Red Lobster, of course. One of the best places was uh, we went to well, two places actually. So years ago, uh, Patty and myself and some friends rented a beach house down in Charleston, and we went to a seafood house right there on the ocean, and. Um. Oh, we yeah. had yeah I don't remember the name of the place or whatever but I mean it was right there on the ocean so obviously the food the seafood was fresh and that was really we had a low country boil with everything oh man it was so good and then there's a place in Tarpon Springs which is uh, part of uh, the Tampa area I think down there in Florida and there was a little I was down there on business so I was there by myself but I went to a little uh, seafood place there again right on the ocean and uh, I think I had crab and a couple things here it was really really good though i, I say again i don't have to spend 20 ish years ago uh good well, stuff though the wife and i got to go to um liam had a a school event up in boston oh cool oh <clears throat> yeah so yeah. we dropped him off at that and then we took off up the road and went up to uh salem nice and there was a seafood restaurant right there on the bay in salem went out there and had lunch and that was you know, that's where i got my first lobster roll oh yeah lobster roll. lobster yeah roll. hell yeah oh my god that oh, was wow good. and uh you got to get uh, did you get any clam chowder while you were up there oh yeah of oh, course oh man i love me some clam now, chowder clam chowder was great but it's different than west coast west coast uh clam chowder oh, very different yes because i've had it in san francisco before yeah uh and they're both good right in their differing way. But they're different, so right? Yeah, exactly. I would have either one any day. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I was but up. The lobster roll was holy shit. Yeah. There's a place and, here in North Augusta called Deshaun's that is. Oh, I forgot about that place. Hole in the wall. It's this rundown shack looking place. Yeah. It is packed out to the road when they're open. They're open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's it. Is that that place yeah. that's down there near the corner of Atomic and 25? Yes, that's the one. Yes. That's the one. Yeah, the the food there is amazing. We eat there a couple times. Yeah, food there is yep. really really good. Yes, they don't advertise. They don't need to. No, they don't really <laughs> need to. Yeah. So, um, again, I think I know at least one person's answer to this. But uh, since we're talking about food, are we all in agreement that Waffle House is great food, better at night than it is pretty much any time? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. And that's the thing. We've got, there's like one Waffle House up here, and it's like a 40 minute, 45 minute drive for us. But we've, we've gone a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah. actually introduced a friend of mine to a Waffle House a while back. We were out on the motorcycles and uh, stopped somewhere. He's like, Well, where do you want to have lunch? I was like, Well, we're real close to Waffle House. He's like, uh, I've never been there. I was like, What? You've never been to Waffle House? We got to go. And of course, he loved it because, <laughs> you know, who doesn't love Waffle House? I mean, come on. But like there was a uh, waffle house in, in North Augusta on Christmas, on Christmas Day, oh, uh, yeah. evening, like, like nine, eight or nine at night. Yeah, they're always open. Well, yeah, uh, we love to go there because it's usually dead, yeah. <laughs> and we just have fun and cut up with the waitresses and and uh, cut up with the cooks and just have fun. I remember many yeah. a late night at Waffle House when we uh, lived out at the pit. There was nothing else to oh, do, yeah. nothing else to eat. Okay, well, Waffle House it is, and. You know, we'd finish getting ready for the Samhain smash and, you know, finish for the day at least and head up to either Waffle House or Huddle House. We would switch out, but I think it was mainly Waffle House that we went to. Tommy hates going to Waffle House with me. I 
I know. I know. <laughs> I, don't, I know exactly what it is. I don't hate I going exactly to Waffle House with you. I hate the way you order your waffles every single time. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure. Detail. <laughs> Details. Okay. Go ahead. I, I do this because... And I, I do this because number one, it's fun. I think it's funny. Everybody thinks it's funny. Tommy hates it. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is is I do this a, a long time ago. I learned if you address a wait staff by their name or do something that actually makes them smile or crack up, they'll pay extra attention to you. Yep. And they won't forget you. They will remember you when you walk in the door. They'll be right on it. It's it's almost it's a better tactic than giving a good tip. They will want to serve you. And that is, whenever I go up there to order, um, I usually get like the all-star special, which is like some sausage and grits and two pieces of toast or two muffins. Grits are nasty, uh, by the way. And <laughs> usually. And uh, a thing of uh, scrambled eggs Spackle. or eggs, however you like them. And a waffle. Weird. So I will always tell them I want to get the, the all star special. I want to get the you know add uh, egg scrambled, add cheese, grits, add cheese, uh, raisin toast for the uh, for the toast, um, breakfast sausage, and I'll take a boy waffle. Oh my! And the waitress invariably yes invariably stops and goes. I mean they'll pause for a moment and go what what was that dear? I'd like a boy waffle. What what do you? What do you mean? You don't know the difference between boy waffles and girl waffles? And which, which I usually get this bewildered look, and I go, boy waffles have nuts. I'm boy ordering a pecan cheese. waffle. And that's when I they it dawns on them, and I always get some kind of goofy, silly, fun laugh reaction. And <laughs> they remember me every time I go. They know exactly what I want. Meanwhile, but, everybody else at the table is just going, uh just order your fucking waffle. That's only because you know what's coming. That's true. That's very true. Yes. Yes. Now, I don't use it on the same waitress each time. It only works once, right? <laughs> yes. It only works once. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And I have seen that. He's. We've been to Waffle House together, and he's ordered it like that. So I've actually had that yep. in my brain a couple of times. Yep. Like, yep. Is that yep. like a boy waffle, please? I'm sorry, what? Is like, oh, what now? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, 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 it completely breaks the ice, and I've seen it. There's a waitress that I've seen down here, and she smiles at me every time I walk in. This is before I even started doing the beard green. It can completely change a waitress's day. It can completely change someone's day because they may have a shitty day, and you come in and you crack a simple, silly joke, right? A a seven year old, a seventh seventh grader's joke. Yep. It just changes it. And I like instigating joy. And if it brightens their like day so much, the better. Happiness. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so that's why I do that. Yeah, that yeah. is, in fact, exactly why I do that. <laughs> and as soon as you said that, I knew I, I knew exactly what you <laughs> knew exactly what you're talking about. Because every time I'm just like, oh, here we go. I've seen you bury your face. I've seen you turn away and grumble. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. Because usually that makes it even more. Makes <laughs> well, more of course, determined. yeah. And because we, uh, you and I have eaten at Waffle House together a lot over the years. So, but just to revisit one thing, yes, grits are disgusting. No, they are not. It's like Waffle. Let me have no taste. I, I got a grit story for you. I got a grit story. Okay. A very good friend of mine uh, lives in Australia, a native Australia. Came over to the U.S. He travels regularly. He works for he 
works for and owns his own media company, uh, came over to the U.S. He was actually traveling around the country for a documentary. And I can probably plug it on here. I know he won't mind. He came over to the U.S. Um, and was he was actually traveling all around the world for this documentary. I'll, I'll talk about it sometime if you really want to hear about it. He was up in Atlanta. He was about an hour north of Atlanta when he realized he didn't know just how close he was to Augusta. And he found out that I lived down here. He's like, holy shit, I need to interview you. You're just a couple of hours away. So uh, got on a bus, or rented a car rather, came down to Augusta. Uh, we did the interview. He said, I want to go someplace that is uniquely Southern and uniquely American that I won't find anywhere else in the world. And I went, easy. I know exactly yeah. where we're going. Yeah, that's an easy, that's an easy choice McDonald's right there. Fish camp. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I love their food. Went, took him to Old McDonald's Fish Camp. Yeah. He had never heard of hush puppies. He knew what grits what? were, but he'd never tasted them. So I took him down there. And the day we were there, there was a, um, the day we were there was a, you know, the purple hat society, these older ladies who all wear big purple hats. Yep. They were having a purple, uh, purple hat society day there. Ah. And they loved his accent and would not leave us the fuck alone. (laughs) to eat dinner. (laughs) It it, it was fun. It was fun. To to be honest, they weren't rude at all. They just wouldn't go the fuck away. (laughs) They were just fascinated by the Aussie. Yes, that's exactly what it was. So we finally are able to enjoy our meal. And he said, he looked at me and said, okay, I want to try grits. So they brought him a bowl of grits and they brought him a bowl of cheese grits and a couple different types of grits. And he didn't dislike them, but they were not what he expected. He expected them to be gritty and they were not no gritty he was prepared for that and he got grits grits and uh he realized that you could put other stuff in it to make it good which i gotta admit just plain grits no you can't take it or leave it but i like putting butter or sugar or strawberry or whatever i like you you could mix hundred dollar bills into grits and i would still not like it (laughs) (laughs) just haven't had the right one no i've been told that for 30 years or more and i've tried grits in every form and fashion and they all are disgusting. Like I said, you, oh, look, it's a naked woman. I'll put her in grits. Nope, still don't like grits. <laughs> oh, look, boobs. Much. Nope, nope, nope. Now, going back to the grits thing for yeah. with, with, uh, with my friend Al. Although I got to tell um, you, though, if you were going to introduce somebody to grits for the first time, that would be the place to do it out at Old McDonald's Fish Camp because their food's amazing out there. Yes, it is. It is, absolutely. Well, he had, like I said, he never heard of hush puppies either. Yeah. I explained to him the concept of what they are and he just thought that sounded really fucking weird well at the time old mcdonald's had like three different varieties of hush puppies and it was all you could eat hush puppies <laughs> like the the grits was all you could eat grits oh yeah the hush puppies was the last time we were out there uh because the campbells love going out there and the last time we were all out there in a the group it was it was all you can eat uh, hush puppies and man we put a hurting on those things too <laughs> Ooh. Boy, oh man! He sure did. Oh, he he said man. there there's nothing in Australia does not have any equivalent to hush puppies. Interesting. And really? He fucking loved them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And uh, it just I was like, wow. Yeah, success. Yeah, good stuff. So yeah. He, like I said, if you were going to introduce him to Southern cuisine, texture. yeah, if you were introducing him to Southern cuisine, that was certainly the place to go because uh, yes, it's absolutely. it's a little too. 
backwoods country for me, generally speaking. But man, their food is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Oh. They kind of strike me like, um, except for the grits. Their their atmosphere kind of feels like, uh, oh, what's that place? Um, Beyond Casual Reinhardt's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit of a Reinhardt's right. vibe. Yep. Do you guys I remember? Like you know what else kind of vibe I get from that place? Do you guys remember that it was a national chain? Do you guys remember Po Folks? Oh yeah. There was one yeah, in Augusta, yeah. oh. and uh, I kind of—it's kind of the same vibe, and it's kind of the same, you know, sort of concept, you know, except Po Folks was a, was a chain, but uh, same kind of vibe as Po Folks. I think there yes. those. I think those closed down in like the early '80s, but anyway, they did, which sucked. Yeah. I love Po Folks. Back in Augusta, my mm-hmm. go-to place would have been Scanyers. Oh, Scanyers, yeah, Scanyers, Scanyers yeah. Barbecue, yeah, yeah, good, good barbecue there I've for sure. There once. I've driven by there a ton. A million times, once. right, yeah. Have you been to, to their current place? Not where they used to be, where they had like the big water wheel outside, but to the new place. I've oh, been to the one that has the giant hollowed out tree. Okay, they're not there anymore. Oh, oh okay. okay. Oh. That was wow. the original. They had a brand new building built about maybe 10 years ago, maybe longer. Um, but the new place is... It's been about that long since I've been on that side of Augusta, often. I, I love them, though. I've been there several times. That's another. That's one of the two places that uh, when I have visitors from out of country come here, I'll recommend uh, either Old McDonald's Fish Camp or Scogners because Scogners. I mean, I, I'm I'm not honestly a terribly big barbecue fan. Uh, what I like, I like, but I'm incredibly picky about it. But Scogners has catered like three fucking presidents. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. No, they're not bad. Uh, and if we're talking barbecue, uh, that place in North Augusta, Pot Smoker, man, their oh, their food is so yes. good. Oh my god, I I would drive down to Augusta just to eat at Pot Smoker. Man, that place is awesome. Yes, it is. I love that place. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I I got a, a quick story before we wrap it up. Uh, so I went down there. This was before Patty and I moved. You know, we moved back for like that two years. So I had gone down there ahead of time to like interview for jobs and this and that and the other thing. And staying with Tim, of course. So Tim and I are like, oh, let's you know, let's go out and eat. So the plan was to go to eat at the what is now again the Hardee's over there on twenty five that we used to hang out at when we were younger, like. That was that was the go-to place was Hardee's. We hung out there way too much. But anyway, so we're on the way down 25, and we're almost to Hardee's, and we pass by the pot smoker. Now, keep in mind, I'd never heard of the place or been there before. Tim's like, oh, my God, they're open. Pulls a U-turn in the middle of Highway 25 to pull. I'm like, what in the hell is going on here? He's like, we've got to eat here. He said this. I was like, all right. So we, Is that the I, one in Belvedere? Yes. yes. Yeah. It used yeah, to be okay. the Chinese buffet right around at the end of the driveway. It was where, also uh, Maryland right Fried Chicken, if you remember yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, the 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 Popeyes. No, it used to be. It, it turned into a Popeyes. Parties. No, that was never. It was no Maryland's Fried Chicken. Oh, you the Maryland Fried Chicken. Okay, yeah, yeah. Remember where, 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 where my grandmother used to live? It was right at the, right, right there, right at the corner. That's yeah, yeah. the pot smoker. That's where pot smoker okay, is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, Phil, you're right. The Hardee's turned into a Popeye's for years, and now it's at least it was when I was there last time. It was back to a Hardee's. So it is. Yeah, yeah. Christy, yeah. So, so Tim, like I said, <laughs> <laughs> risking life and limb, whips a U-turn on 25 and pulls into Pot Smoker, and um, amazing food. So I got a, a pulled pork plate, and I could only eat about half of it. I literally kept half of it. Yeah, they give you a lot of food. Took the other half. 
600 miles back here and patty reheated it and she's like i can't believe how good this barbecue is so it it lasted 600 you know the 600 mile trip back up here and however many nice. how much time it elapsed yeah their food is awesome uh that's one of the first places i'm gonna go when i'm when when we go back to visit and of course zaxby's <laughs> sure when i get my teeth Azumis, fixed, that's yeah. one of the first places i'm going is i'm going to zaxby's yeah and I'm getting a kicking chicken sandwich. Yep, yep, yep. Nice. That is my favorite because I cannot eat one right now. I yeah. just can't. Yeah. I wish I could, but that'll be the first thing I do. That and a 10 box of hard shell tacos from Taco Bell. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Patrick is of the same uh... opinion that, that I am. Is uh, When you go to uh, Zaxby's, the chicken and the fries are really just an excuse to get the Zaxby's sauce into your mouth. Absolutely. Without yeah. looking like a complete... Uh, you know, complete savage. You're just drinking it right out of the little plastic container. I know like exactly. Sauces, yeah. Just stick a straw in it. We're yep. good. Yeah. Oh man, that stuff is awesome. All right. Well, now I need to get a snack. Anyway, um, what? I think uh, I did not see this conversation turning towards food, but uh, I think <laughs> I think it's sure, been uh, so. Yeah. So, exactly. so, so one last thing. About yeah. Yeah. Food. Um. So you were talking about gross food. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, have you ever had uh, the hash and rice from Scondiers? Yes, I have. Uh, I actually like hash, so I I don't know that I've okay. had it from Scondiers. So, but... no, it's fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever uh, my father-in-law come up and he would say, so do you want me to bring some up for you? And I would say, yes, how much can you afford? <laughs> <laughs> and I would get I'll three tubs of of hash bring up and it would last me for about a week and I would destroy it but yeah there's hash there is amazing yeah. but the gross part is so oh god how long ago was that um well, shit it was years ago uh when we had a bunch of people down to Augusta and it was my old EverQuest guild just to give you an idea how long ago it was oh, cool and we all went to Scania's for dinner and I was like you don't like mushy things or things you're not sure what's in it, don't order the hash. Someone who's kind of squeamish ordered the hash, started eating it, and I forget who it was, oh, yeah. but someone's like, you know what's in that, right? You know how that's made, right? I'm like, no. I was like, shut up. Don't tell them. <laughs> Never ask it. how they make the sausages. <laughs> Enjoy the flavor. Yeah, it's like, don't ask how the sausage is made. Yeah. You got to let me add on to that. You got to let me add on to that story. Go that's for a it. relevant yeah. story. Regarding with the, the, you know, don't ask what it is. You don't want to know what it is. You'll like it <laughs> as long as you don't know what it is. Uh, this is a true story. When Japan first opened their shores way back when and started trading with other countries and other um, uh, other civilizations, they found out that a lot of the visitors liked the food. They enjoyed the food until they found out what it was. So what they started doing is there's a, there's a I don't know the Japanese language ver, uh, I don't know the words for this in Japanese, but they would when people would ask what uh, they said I really like this what is it uh, they would say do you like fish and people would say yes and their response would be it's a different kind of fish <laughs> or it's it's another kind of fish and they'd be on their merry way. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it lives in the water. <laughs> yeah. It's another. It's another kind of fish. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, cool. All right. So I think this is a good point to wrap it up. Now, keep in mind, next week, the Roundtable of Fools will probably not air, at least not on my air, on Thursday. I don't know if Pagan Techs, if we... If we're able to uh, discord with him, he might be able to uh, run it on uh, his YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Pagantech, P-A-G-A-N-T-E-K. Uh, I'm going to try. I should be back from the hospital on Thursday. Okay. Well, don't try too hard. I mean, your yeah, recovery is more important than, than our yeah. little podcast here. So, you know, yeah, they, don't they push they it or anything. I should be out by Thursday. If everything goes uh, perfect, then Thursday afternoon I should be released. Okay. Uh, and if you don't feel up to it, it's fine. I'll just record it locally, and then we'll just go from there. Well, you know, we can, you know. But yeah, uh, long and short of it is, I will be and uh, the short of it. Get it? Boom, boom. I will be out of town. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, next weekend. So uh, the uh, roundtable will probably not air. So it'll probably just be auto DJ. Uh, most of the weekend programming won't happen just because, you know, unless Rob's doing it, I'm going to have the board with me, so there'll not be anything coming live from here. But that being the case, sdnradio.com, go by there, check out the schedule, uh, twitch.tv forward slash malignant gnome, that's where I stream on occasion, uh, various and sundry video games. So stop by and check it out, and uh, Pagan Tech, why don't you go next and then follow it up with Green Bear, and then Patrick can show us his plug again, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yes. I got a point for that. This one. <laughs> Zoom. Nope, that's not it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes. Let's see. Twitch <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash <clears throat> Yes. Twitch.tv forward slash <laughs> Oh, he muted it. <laughs> <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash No, it's all good. Twitch.tv forward slash Pegatech, P-A-G-A-N-T-E-K, uh, usually streaming some flight sim game or sci-fi games like Kerbal, uh, Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, or doing some photography stuff, uh, Photoshop. I might actually end up streaming some of that uh, next week, maybe. Depends. I got a photo gig coming up, so I'm pretty excited about that. Pretty jazzed. Um, and this is YouTube.com forward slash Pegatech is what you're watching right now. So, and I do appreciate the watches. Uh, smash that like button, hit the bell for notifications, etc., etc. There we go. Green Bear. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Green Bear. Had Jazz finger. <laughs> One. That's like spastic finger, but. One or two. <laughs> is that your oncologist? Proctologist. Proctologist, right. I was about to say. Proctologist. Anyhow. No. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, yeah, on uh, stream on Twitch, I mainly do uh, a couple action games. I play Warframe, City of Heroes. have every intention of be, uh, streaming coming up soon the uh, new Aliens Fireteam Elite. I'm totally fucking digging that game. We'll be streaming Back yeah. for Blood when it comes out in October. Mm-hmm. And uh, currently, I'm streaming a few other games. I'm streaming uh, Man Eater, which you've not played it or watched it. It's a fantastic. It's fun to watch, just for the bloodshed and violence. <laughs> uh, the graphic nature is a lot of fun, and it gets a bit satisfying. But aside from that, there I am a variety streamer. I do a number of different streams, but uh, right now I'm working on those primarily. I also have my my brand. Whoa, hello! Oh, trying to <laughs> get away. Baby. 
Watch him juggle. <laughs> My precious is going to get installed soon, which means I'm going to start bringing... I've already begun uh, bringing in a whole new level to my streams because I like being silly and goofy and I like engaging my uh, my viewers. So um, come up and see me sometime. <laughs> what kind of engagement is that? So Patrick, C plug, you got to do it. Plug. Oh. Huh? I got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, it's a tradition Fine. now. There we go. All right. There, there we is. go. Nice. There there is. Is. Nice and in focus and whatnot. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us, and I will pass it back to Phil. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, get your vaccinations, do all the things, wear your masks, and we will see you in uh, two weeks. So take it away, Pagan Tech. Hey, thanks everybody for sticking around for this The Roundtable of Fools Where our idiots, nincompoops, and ne'er-do-wells We've wasted enough of your time We're headed off to the sunset for tonight I hope you have a great rest of your day Peace <laughs>